We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings Week 16 Picks Against the Spread. Omaha Stakes Premium Picks of the Week. And of course, some free money, some cuss corner, and a ton of giveaways. A lot of cash being given away on the Pat Mayo Experience. So a reminder to smash the like to the episode. And if you want to get in, there's $1,000 left cash to give away. We'll be giving that away on the Friday episode of the Pat Mayo Experience. That is on December 23rd, me and Tambo. It's Tambo's money, so he can give it away. So $1,000 cash. If you hit the description right now, you can find out how to get into that draw. The best way to get yourself the most ballots besides subscribing to Mayo Media Network on YouTube is subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience on Apple or Spotify. Remember to subscribe. Turn on your notifications too so you get everything. And then, um, yeah, leave a five-star review. And that would be very helpful. And you'll get seven ballots for each of those in the draw. So you do it on both platforms. You get 14 ballots. A lot of people are already entered. You're still eligible to win. Uh, anyone who's subbed to the channel over the years, you're eligible to win. And if you retweet anything that comes out between now and Friday, you can get one ballot per retweet or share on Facebook or TikTok or whatever into the draw. I'm sure you'll like that. The Listener's League is now available for week 16. That's down in the description. The Golf Listener's League for the Tournament of Champions is now going to be available as of next week because jeff feinberg birthday boy with your new fucking haircut me and you are doing the majors preview show yeah i got a little baby face baby baby haircut um yeah what so we're yeah we're going to be talking majors always fired up for that pardon my ignorance tournament of champions is the like the first week out of the new year january 5th the tournament starts so no, no break for us like I'm really, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I'm not excited. I don't miss it. I, I don't know. Hopefully, I get there. Um, but I'm not ready for it. I'm not looking forward to like 90 straight weeks of golf content. It happens. Yeah, we still will. We have football and golf content to get through at the same time. First, don't forget about that. But again, happy birthday, by the way. Congratulations on turning 30. Oh, thank you. I wish. Um. Yeah, no, and I take that back. Maybe in like three weeks, I will be excited to uh, do 50 straight weeks of golf. But yeah, today's my my birthday, so we'll have some good good juju, hopefully. Uh, 
for the day. And there's another draw. So we're giving away the $1,000 cash. There's another separate $500 giveaway, which I'm teasing right now, which I will reveal just before the beginning of Cuss Corner and how to do that. If you hit the description, you might find right now how to get into that one. That's an easy one to do um, and will take you like 20 seconds. So highly recommend that you do that, but I'll have the full promo read right before Cuss Corner. And the Fantasy Golf World Championships is open right now. We're trying to fill it up quickly. People complain every year. It's like, oh, I missed out on the one and done. Well, I'm telling you three weeks early. The link is down in the description. It's $125 per entry. That's for the year. You pick one golfer per week. Even if you don't give a shit about golf, it is a fun tournament to be in. The race for the Mayo Cup, $50,000 to first prize. So I recommend that you go get your spot in that right now. All the info. Once again, down in the description and on Christmas day, we wouldn't leave you without fresh content. So just like every other year on Mayo media network and the Pat Mayo experience podcast, we will be giving you a very custy Christmas starring me, of course, Gary and Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's uh, not my name. And I know it's going to come out on time because we've already recorded it. That is a that is a true statement. Jeff, Tim was very upset that people don't send Christmas cards anymore. You know, I don't know. That's something. Um, I love Christmas as a Jew. <laughs> I gotta say, I love it. The lights, just the uh, Santa Claus, all the the gimmicks around it. I, I love it. I'm envious of it. Um, Christmas cards that wasn't really. Um, a Jewish thing that I, yeah, we didn't really do it, but I like that. It seems novel and I can see why Tim, Tim would miss that. True. So you can hear more about that on the Christmas edition, plus the Christmas movie draft. It's a good one. So subscribe to the Batman experience. Obviously you can get yourself in that drive. There's also the cuss corner standalone feeds. Just go search those on Spotify and Apple and go catch up. If you got times to kill Tim, you're on the outside looking in, pal. Everyone else associated with this show has their team in the playoffs right now. I'm aware. I've accepted my fate. <laughs> Basically, if the Jets win out, they make the playoffs 99% of the time. If they don't win out, they make it very, very few percent of the time. So there's no, like, I don't even really have to play around much with the machine anymore. They win out, they almost certainly make it. If they don't, they almost certainly don't. If they don't make the playoffs, would you still consider this a successful year? I would consider it a somewhat successful year, somewhat, because we made some important gains, but we still have some big questions looming, uh, particularly at quarterback. And uh, definitely there was some success. The team made a big jump forward this season from last, even if they don't win any more games, they still made some market improvement. But what I call it a success that they make the, miss the playoffs. Once you go to seven and four, if you miss the playoffs, it wasn't a successful year incompletely. Uh, what could it be a somewhat successful year? Yes, absolutely. It was, we learned a lot, but, uh, you know, there's still some meat left on the bone that has to be eaten before I can call it a successful year. It's such, um, you know, a weird juxtaposition that they would probably find themselves in because they would have the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. They would have blown a seven and four record and they would have enormous questions at quarterback. But you would say if this team, like, say, had Tua at quarterback or uh, that's uh, see, now it's going to be framed as a knock on Tua. 
but I was kind of setting up like how good the Jets could be if they just had Tua um, to bother Tim. But like you'll you'll hear the Jets names connected to a lot of veteran quarterbacks. Like, yeah, that guy comes in there as the 14th best quarterback in football. Jets are going to be really good. The Jets offseason, if there's, they, they're going to start doing that, they just position themselves to be the fucking Colts, which you don't want to be. Yeah, but the Colts are an old roster. The Jets have a lot of young, exciting talent. It's a little different. Yeah, but the, Col- the, Col- the Colts were good- an old roster once they started trying to do this four years ago. <laughs> yeah, but it, it worked, and then that quarterback retired. Like, Philip Rivers left. Okay, like- but they don't have to get – they could also, like, Philip Rivers, Matthew Ryan. Matthew Ryan. Um, yeah, Rivers went uh, <laughs> Rivers went 11-5, and five, and props to him for that uh, accomplishment. They were, like, so far down – like they were so far into the game. Like there could be guys sort of a lot closer to that 30 number that could give the Jets that median quarterback. So play. Jimmy G is that, so is you're just, just saying, a one year guy. Jimmy Garoppolo is what you're saying. If the Jets had Jimmy Garoppolo healthy all year, they're a playoff team. See, I don't know about that. I don't How think much, I mean, much doubt about it, actually. There's 7-7 without good quarterback play. I think that there's a lot of doubt around it because I have no idea how good or bad Jimmy G is because they just put in Brock Purdy, who looks as good as Jimmy G. As long as he's not had... bad, they win. The beat, they beat the Patriots twice, and therefore they're eight and uh, they're nine and five, and we're on cruise control. Like it's literally that. That that's the difference. I mean, Jimmy G's lived a pretty privileged life in the NFL. Jeff, he goes from a good Patriots team with a good offensive system to Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, which is basically a plug and play at quarterback. Like if you put him on this jets team with, I mean, listen, this jets team has real talent. I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't, but I don't know if they're quite up to the schemes of the other two teams that protect everything you do poorly. Absolutely. You would have to sort of see that, um, you know, that system quarterback work for the Jets before you believe they have a system conducive to creating an atmosphere for just plug and play Alex Smith type quarterback play. I don't know. Tim's brought it up a few times. Derek Carr's owed $40 million three days after the season ends, like three days after the Super Bowl, we will know Derek Carr's future. And that could be, uh, they're just one of many options who you could think could give the Jets the 14th to 15th, 16th best quarterback in in football, and maybe they could be really good next year. Agreed. Yeah. Where are you going with Derek Carr? Honestly. Nowhere. You're not winning the Super Bowl. So I agree. Maybe you just keep trying. I don't know. In a league where passing seems to matter less and less and competent play matters more. What? We've had less passing this season than we've had in like several years. Several, yeah, but, several years. It, the passing it, has it, gone down the last couple of seasons, and that, that suggests something that the league has sort of crested on the importance of down-the-field throwing. And it's more important on, like, competent quarterback play rather than, No, like, I, I, I would disagree. Look at the AFC and look at the types of quarterbacks at the very top of the standings. They do two things particularly well. They throw a deep ball really well, and they all run. Look at the AFC. Every single quarterback in the playoffs is a high high premium draft pick the nfc it's a hodgepodge of where the quarterbacks were drafted or and or acquired but every single afc current quarterback is a premium first round pick i i want yeah let's yeah, see I mean, the, 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 the bill was what, oh, sorry, was what ninth tenth yeah, fine, but let's put even Lawrence in there. It'll look even better because that's what it'll be in yeah, three but, weeks. but even so like Tannehill still went in what the top 15 of picks didn't he 
Yeah, but you're not you're not understanding yes. my point. My point is that 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 those types of players aren't available for the Jets, and teams can succeed without a quarterback who's a top five. You, you can. We've seen that. We're seeing it now. We're watching San Francisco win games with a quarterback no one's ever heard of. So don't tell me that I have to have Joe Burrow in order to be successful with the team, because uh, I don't. Because I don't believe the number one defense, the most incredible the Jets have the potential to be a number league. one defense with their talent. They're already a top five defense. Uh, as it is, like I'm sorry, I, I don't, I don't buy that. You, you know, I, I don't believe the only way you can no. win a hand is with aces. I think you can do it other ways. I, I agree, but I think to Pat's point is, until a team actually proves that they can be a system quarterback, successful, great defense, incredible scheme, you need to see it before you can like anoint it, because so much has to go into play for that quarterback to even have that league median success. We can say that with San Francisco because we see it time and time again. I'm just how the Jets manage a clock. I don't even know that this coach or this team would be capable uh, that, of the, it. That's a problem too. But look, you've seen Jimmy G and Jared Goff go to Super Bowls in the last couple of years. So don't tell me that I have to have top tier quarterback play to get there because I don't. Yeah, but, but, but also don't. But, uh, but also, yeah, but also don't tell me that there's anyone on the Jets who can run an offense like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan too. No, I think Lombardi has got to be replaced, and we need a new or uh, sorry, Lombardi. Lombardi needs to. Lombardi I've been spending be so replaced. much time on Chargers Reddit recently that I've been. Why? I, 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 you sick? I, I'm taking in. Why are you adopting me? Go away. Because if my team doesn't make the playoffs, do I'm going to have to adopt Jeff's team for the playoffs. No, if I don't. So you know you. How, 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 how about how about this? If Jeff can fix his internet, which will fix his syncing issues, then you'll jump off the Chargers. How about that? No, I'm serious. If my team doesn't make it, I, I want to ride along with Jeff and enjoy this ride. I think it could be fun. Hold on a second. But I'm not so sure. Anyway. Jeff, you've been you've been out of sync for three months now. Like it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Paul says it's not so bad today. It's in, it's in sync today. So far. Yeah, uh, I thought it's been pretty good. It is a little bit jumpy. Like when yeah. you when your head moves, like there's like extra little bit of like flutter to it. But like it's good so far. Good so far. So don't worry about that yet. Okay. What, I'll, what you, I'll keep what my... you should be worried. I just don't know why is he on char what do you need? You can ask me any questions. Why do you have to go to Chargers? I'd like to Reddit? see what, what the fans are saying. Are the fans admitting like some level of we're insane? The fans are having a lot of fun these days. Outside of the Lombardi no. still needs to go sort of thing, that's it's it's a it's a real party over there on Chargers Reddit these days. No, because like I agree, like Charger fans, we have to sort of acknowledge we're we're just fans. We're just fans. Look at a lot of teams. Well, you're a part, but you you're know, you're a part of the team, so you're not talking about yourself. You're talking about like the fan fans. Yeah, when you go to your next team no. meeting, tell them to throw those royal jerseys and set them on fire. I don't understand. I don't know what. Like I'm a wee guy. I don't know what like people need to get over that if they're thinking about me. Like, I don't think that is, I don't think that's weird. I don't think that's weird. I don't think I'm in any team meetings. I don't get where that comes from <laughs> either. I, I don't know. Well, it I, I got it. Like I tell you guys all the time and no secret to the people who watch regularly. Like I'm fragile. I'm a delicate flower. I commend, I commend my coach for creating a level of resilience. Um, 
doesn't mean he's the answer uh, long term. And I still don't know what his deal is, but he's clearly created a level of resilience. And I appreciate that. That, that. That's all. And I hope the people that are probably crazier than me on Reddit, something I don't involve myself in, are acknowledging that. I often that. send you the highlights anyway. I do want to point out that if you haven't got a Christmas gift yet and you're in the continental United States, sorry, Canadian viewers, it's not going to work for you. But OmahaStakes.com still has everything 50% off site-wide. Code Mayo gets you an extra $40 off your order with a minimum spend. So if you're still stuck for a Christmas gift, they are the presenter of the premiums picks of the week, which I am struggling with and you guys are doing very well with. So, you know, if you rolled up some Jeff and cost money, you can get some Omaha Steaks, omahasteaks.com. Figure that out. Jeff, the Chargers can wrap up a playoff spot this week. That's exciting. I don't, like, this would be one of the greater miracles since Judah Maccabee and Hanukkah. <laughs> Like, if you'd have told me two weeks ago the Chargers would have a very realistic clinching scenario going into week 16, I'd have told you you're crazy. What what glue are you sniffing? What paint chips you eating? I so but we're here. We are we are here. I don't know how. So that would be incredible. I gotta ask you. Can I, can I ask you this? Why had why is the defense good the moment Derwin James is inactive? Don't yeah, it's funny. Last two weeks, people. the great Derwin James doesn't play and the defense looks competent. How about that? Okay. Mm, can't wait for the wild card it. game against the Chiefs when he gets torched by Tavis Kelsey again, but I'm told he still played great. I can't believe you guys are being these people. Sorry, I don't well, watch I mean, the two film well, to, to see I, what I, I have, what, what I'm just, I'm just not doing. I'm just asking you, like, it's, he doesn't play. And listen, I think Derwin James is a great player, but it's really weird that in the two games that he was out, they actually played defense for the first time all year. Okay, so some of the people who have these, who are giving this any sort of credence, I am not one of them. But on the internet, there are people who are giving this credence uh, in the same way people gave uh Acho credence do you know apparently someone let me know they sent me something Acho once said that there's no way olympians should be allowed to do marijuana because a javelin player could like throw the javelin into somebody wait 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 that's a wait, real wait, life wait, Acho wait, what? take <laughs> like he could be like so did, high that he does not pay attention where he's throwing his javelin exactly somebody like, did he think that before they were going out to do the decathlon, they they were just like getting high as shit and then going out and throwing things? Is that was that his interpretation? This is a real, this is a real life Acho, Acho take. But he's probably starting to his show today, telling you Zach Wilson's better than Trevor Lawrence. Um, but back to the question at hand: the people who are giving this the Chargers defense is better without Derwin James credence like to say that schematically Staley, like by utilizing Derwin James in all these like different ways, he's constantly changing the personnel. They're constantly being a lot. Things are a lot more confusing, I guess, but it also can confuse his own players and the scheme and the personnel and the in and out with, without Derwin James has been really elementary. Um, and maybe the Chargers had to take it back to basics. 
and watch Derwin James Bosa going to show up and they'll get shredded and I'll have to defend this nonsense, but it'll break um, my heart because I'll be cheering with you. you why? What do you, Tim? If, if I'm not there, not, I want to support you. But what? Cause I why? think it would be fun. Cause I like, you love Joe Burrow. You love Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying like you need to think bad things for me, but you don't need to support me. There's other people you like more. Oh, Paul like has to chime. I think your team pa- is fun. Paul would like to chime in on something. Yes, Paul. I think Tim's just like he knows that he's going to lose the the most insane award this year. So he's trying to figure out a way, he's desperate to get Jeff back into it. And he thinks, oh, if please. he takes your side with the Chargers and ruins the Chargers, maybe there'll be a glimmer of hope that that Jeff would be in the conversation. Oh, please. I'm not standing around saying I could script various plays for my offense and they'd win with them. Like certain people have said on the show. Well, I, I, on the second, (laughs) sorry, go. I was going to say, I want to jump into Thursday night, but you go ahead. No, there was something I wanted to say to that because I, no, 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 no. Things I've been, things I call for, um, like in training camp to happen that take to like week 12 to happen. And then they work like I believe I know (laughs) I know the team and I could get it's not crazier to think. Okay, I may have said like six or seven. That's probably crazy, but it's not crazy to think that I could even get lucky enough. Just like uh, guessing someone's where someone's ship is in battleship. (laughs) I could get lucky enough and call like a perfectly timed blitz against the Chargers or uh, perfectly like timed run stuff or something, even lucky. That is far less insane than thinking they could cover an elite receiver or they could run for 10 yards or they could tackle Derrick Henry. Like me thinking I could get lucky on, on coach uh, for like a couple plays in a game, way less insane than you thinking you can actually achieve. Well, on the I field. hope you try to campaign this year because I don't find that argument very convincing, and I think you got work cut out for you. There's no way anyone would agree. All right, well, we'll see when the votes come in. And you know what? The interesting thing is, you piped up all year live bots, and you put bots on the ballot. So no, that no, means that the bots, if the live bots want to vote, human... the live bots have every right to vote in the election because you put ba- <laughs> bots on the ballot. You so Tim is just. In. So Tim is outright saying this, he's going to try to cheat again this year. It's not what I said, but if Jeff really believes that live bots ought to be his greatest rival, he's brought bots into the conversation. They have every right to go in and cast their ballot as they see fit. And uh, this year we're not going to be curating any ballots. It's just whatever the results are, the results are. So we'll see how your live <laughs> bot you. enemies say so. I mean, Jeff's the one who brought the bots in here. <laughs> we're curating. Yeah, we're, we're definitely curating again. You can't vote twice. You can't just bot farm the election because bot farms attacked me from the Saudi royal fund. Just okay. saying, you're what? the one attacking them. So let's over. get it. And Let, let's talk about Thursday night football. So Thursday night no, football. Records. records first. I want to talk about something pleasant first. Oh, okay. Uh, you Please. were. Well, you had a horrible week. So yeah, but I but I won a super. I won a free money and I hit my. Omaha Super Lock. So, 
This is true. So let's see here. And and Jeff is probably going to try to correct me in real time here, although I was correct last week. Let's see. I won the week along with the coin, 10 and 6, although I lost my Omaha premium pick of the week. I dropped below 500, so I am out of the running to win that title this year. Although I pulled into a tie with Jeff, who went 8 and 8. So we're now 111 and 109 apiece. The coin goes 10 and 6 to extend its lead by two games to 113 to 107. Cust was 5 and 11, went 105 and 115 for the year. So we're still in it with three weeks to go. Uh, and you split your free money money line parlays because somehow you got Minnesota to win. <laughs> Some would say it's the greatest money line parlay of all time. And because that worked so well for the people last week. We got three games on Sunday and Saturday. We got a double header for you on free money again this week, people. Okay. So Thursday night football Jags at jets jets are favored in this game by mm-hmm. a point with zoomer, Zach Wilson eating his tide pods on the sidelines. However, Jeff, before we get into the game, I want to let everyone know we need your help to curate the custody awards this year. So uh, Rob who tracks everything, you don't want to tweet at him. What you want to do. I mean, you can Rob MCI something, something anyway, just leave them in the comment section, your favorite cust, most insane moments. The most you can remember, fill the comment section up with those so we can help create the ballot in case there's something that we have missed along the way. But Jeff, many people are saying that after Sunday night show that cust is going to be the runaway winner for most insane after this happened. Not oh my, oh my God. Hell Mary there. Cause that might work. They're running a weird lateral play. Oh, to the Raiders. Oh my God. Oh my God! Oh uh, yeah, okay, but I don't know what happened. You have to explain it to me. Use words. Oh my God! What happened? <laughs> oh my God! They tried the oh reverse, reverse, God. reverse, and threw it back to the Raiders. <laughs> 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 That is getting gifts, I'll tell you that. Chandler Jones, revenge. Have you ever seen anyone hit their heads like that before, Jeff? Yeah, in something about Mary. (laughs) Just for a cheap shot like that, the people will cast their ballot for you, Jeff. What do you mean a cheap shot like that? Look, Hopefully you found your baseball after that recording, buddy. All I'll say is that we came very, very close last year, and there are people who felt like I was robbed who have was already that, committed when you their say, when, you, when, you say, when you say people, what do you mean you? No, and so we'll just see how that vote goes, and we'll just see <laughs> how it goes this year. We'll see how the, the, all the enemies that you've made over the last year, whether they come in to uh, have their voices heard, as they have a right to express themselves too. Do you, do you think? Do you, do you, I, I think Tim reached. I think Tim reached reach out to Acho, and he's going to campaign against you, Jeff. Could you imagine? Whatever. It would, so it's a, it would cause a, such a nuclear reaction from you, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would probably backfire. Maybe that's that's true. It's like bringing Trump in to campaign. Like apparently that's toxic now. Yes, Acho's been proven. His takes are shit. Yeah, they're not good. And the best part about Herbert playing horribly and winning is it puts the anti-Herbert crowd, they don't know what to do because their biggest argument against Herbert is that he doesn't win. So they're not allowed to be like, he played like shit, but he won. Because that's essentially what a lot of the quarterbacks, they, you know, for for a year and a half that they want to compare 
Herbert too did to build up their win loss um, record. So when Herbert plays horribly and wins, in some ways those are my favorite because it puts his detractors in this in like a nut. Like they don't have, they have no argument because their only argument is he doesn't win and the good stuff he does should always be outweighed by the fact that he doesn't win enough. Um, so that's great. To the election, which we're still a little bit about. We're, we live in Canada here, people. Our election cycles are smaller. Six, six we weeks. We will be in Wisconsin this year. Oh, see. But I'll just quickly, <laughs> I'll just quickly get this out of the way. When it comes to football, like I am insane about the Chargers. Tim will deny. He thinks he's normal about the Jets. But I would say, like, who's a crazier fan? I don't know. This guy. He puts up a good case. I smack myself in the face around two sometimes. So maybe we are on this like equal footing. But once we get out of this orbit of discussing um, football, it's not even close. This guy's a madman fighting with seniors in, in grocery <laughs> stores, like stealing old ladies, like st- like eating like six samples off. Trays. Hey, I bought the stuff. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. So that that's it. That's so we'll see. Like football, insane. There's a lot of insanity here, but I think you know the voters know that they got away the big picture. And when the Jets win an offensive rookie of the year, a defensive rookie of the year, are probably in so many quarterback rumors. This guy is going to take his insanity into those winter months. Like whatever, we're on. We're on. We're fine. We are. We are fine. Okay, so let's get back to Jets at Jags. No, other way around. Jags at Jets. Jets are somehow favored. I don't know who is betting on the Jets, so it seems super trappy to begin with. But Tim, did you know it was two years ago today? Yes. That the Jets beat the Rams to move to an impressive one in thirteen, costing themselves <laughs> the right to draft Trevor Lawrence, and instead they end up with Zoomer Zach. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way then I felt now. What are you going to do about it? You can't tell your team to lose. Like, that sucks. Jacksonville deserved to have the top pick. They won fewer games. You can't tell professional athletes not to play. Uh, them's breaks. Like, I don't feel bitter about that. What are you going to do? Like, How good would this team be with Trevi? Who just won me 10K, so thank sure. you, Trevi. Be- we'd be better with a lot of quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence amongst them, one would imagine. Sure. I guess the reason the Jets are favored in this game is because the Jets defense plays really well and Jacksonville has great games and Jacksonville has pathetic games. You know, Jacksonville played Detroit two weeks ago and lost by a million. The Jets played Detroit last week and lost because of a punt return and a weird touchdown. Uh, you know, that's why these teams are, are pretty close or evenly matched in a lot of ways. Uh, I don't know. Like last week, Detroit didn't even throw at Gardner all game. Like, I don't know who the Jets are going to try to take out of Jacksonville's receiving core, but I expect Travis Etienne to have a massive game. Uh, the Jets do struggle with open field tackling, have all season. That's their weakest point. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know about Quinn and Williams. I have my doubts he plays. Uh, maybe he does, but I have my doubts that he does. He's probably back uh, next week against Seattle. So it's a very tough game. I expect Zach to, to throw us out of the game, and I expect Jacksonville to win, even though I think pound for pound the Jets are probably the better team. Uh, Zach Wilson tips the balance enough in Jacksonville's favor to take the Jags here and for immersively put me out of my misery. 
I tend to agree with everyone who's analyzed this game so far, Jeff, including Tim. The coin is taking Jacksonville. Do we just blindly take the Jets or something up here? I, and I can't quite put my finger on what it is. And maybe it's that the Jets defense is so good that they're going to limit Jacksonville. And that's just going to, this is going to be a three point game either way. Okay. Like getting um, the Jets potentially out of pick them at home here. Did who did Tim pick last week? The Jets or Lions? Lions. No, I think I took the Jets. Yeah, because we yeah so we, we, say, we, 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 Tim's record... we thought Mike White was starting. Well, we it, I also thought Mike White was going to play. If I had if I had thought Zach was playing, I would never have taken the Jets. Okay. Well, I'm taking the Jets because I believe Tim is now five zero oh, and five when picking the Jets are I think four and zero oh, or five and zero oh, when Tim picks against them. Can that the Jags be. lose? Can the Jags lose this week and still be in the running for the division? Um. Yes, they need yes, Tennessee. The, the, to... the, Teton would have to lose, but they're playing Houston. Then they play Dallas. But, so, like, Jacksonville would have to then win next week. Tennessee would have to lose next week, which is very possible. Uh, and then, yes, that would be fine. Okay, because I'm still rooting for the Jags to make the playoffs, but I am going to go with Jeff here and take the Jets in this game. So I'm very much like you, Pat, and I'm actually picking this game that goes against double-barrel personal interests. Last week, I bet the Jags, like, late in the week to win the division at plus 475. Um, so that feels fun and I'm cheering for that. And I hope the jets lose just for any bump in charger playoff yeah. probability. Well, that's one of the ways uh, you clinch this week. The jets have to lose for you to clinch this week. I think. Okay. Yeah. So that's on that little, very possible, not probable, um, parlay, but I'll, I'll pick the jets this week, but I do have concerns, Tim, your coach is. Two straight weeks showing some Anthony Lynn. Yeah, in-game management is it's been all season. I'm, you know, Pat, I've been watching all the games this year, and I'm pointing them out. In-game strategy is highly questionable for Sala. Uh, that concerns me. And again, as, as smart and as masterful as he is with designing defenses and motivating people, and I think he's one of the very best at doing both, in-game management ugh, is just troubling. Uh, yeah, I mean, not to say not to say I, the Jets would have won last week because it still would have meant – they have to make that field goal from a little closer. Then they got to win the toss and OT or whatever. Then they've got to win it in OT. It's not like that alone. Like they would have won the game had to use those timeouts, but at least you give your ch- your team a fighting chance. My goodness. What are you saving those timeouts for to take one home in your pocket? I it, 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 It's a bad look. It was a, it was a very bad look. He cost us an opportunity to at least compete to win. I told you on Sunday, also, hold on, hold on. I told Tim on Sunday that he shouldn't be mad about Salah keeping his timeouts because as we know, he's sending one to Tim as a Christmas gift. So that's very yeah, nice of that, him. That, very I to put it on my, that's very <laughs> sweet of him. I plan to put it on my mantle. But honestly, Jeff, like we watch it every week. I, I, I don't have the metrics on this. It's just from watching the games. You know, the coin doesn't watch. So the coin wouldn't know this, but I would. I think Salah has challenged more ball spots this year by like five times the amount of all the other coaches combined. It was a total clown show, and then he doubled down after the game by saying, "No, it doesn't matter how much time you have, as long as you have five, uh, you have all your timeouts." No, that doesn't make any sense. If I've got eight seconds and three timeouts, like what are my three timeouts doing? Doing me? So he he sort of scoffed at the reporters who questioned him on Sunday post game. And then, Tim, I don't know if you watch. I'm, you're probably too busy reading Jets Reddit instead of watching the media Chargers ask your coach Reddit. questions. You're lo- 
you're lucky your your coach's Monday Q&A is probably filmed and available in video form for you. Um, but yesterday he then said, instead of even somewhat acknowledging his mistake, he's like, no, we, we didn't want to call a timeout because we didn't want them to look at the play being that they gave Garrett Wilson a first down and he didn't want them to take it back and it be second. He and doesn't one. even understand the You're problem. Like, are you a moron? You use timeout on the sack. Like, who cares the if first it's play second was, and the first one. play, which was a sack you use a timeout for? Like, anyway, I know it's concerned. I can't defend it. Won't defend it. I hope that in the offseason they hire somebody. Uh, who can assist him with this, uh, a veteran. But what happens? Like, the coaches are in the headset together. They're a team. No one is yelling at him, time out, time out, time out. Like, I don't know. You know, I'm I watching don't know. it. I don't have a rooting. My rooting interest is just biased to bets or Charger playoff probability, and I'm just, we're all screaming, time out. It's. Like, eight-year-olds who play Madden are like, what are you doing? It's distressing. It's deeply distressing. Nothing hardcore football guy hates more than people saying like kids who play Madden would know how to do this. <laughs> like they, 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 go, they go off the rocker. I agree with you. I, they would, this sounds, you know, hardcore football guy, guy who pays his dues. You know, I get it. Like they're insulted. If you tell them that I've run more two minute drills than you, like I have, <laughs> I have. They don't like hearing it, but it's literally true. That should be a part of the process. As a part of like the coaching hiring, like, here, let's sit you down and play Madden. We just want to see what you do with your decision-making. I said this. When Anthony Lynn was the coach, I said, you know how they put pilots <laughs> or or train conductors or even bus and simulators and, and work scenarios? You should literally have to do like 50 a day before you can get lunch, coach. Like, get in there. Role play this thing. I don't know how, like, whatever. It's so stupid. I'm sorry that that cost like 12. Oh, they need 12 more seconds, 15 more seconds. They get 12 more yards. They're making mm-hmm. the kick and they're getting it. They're getting it the way even with Zach, who, you know, Zach is, you know, Zach is literally like a, a, oh, my pen dropped. <laughs> Zach is a worse version of of Adam Dunn. He's like he'll hit one sixty, but like there will be a lot of homers, but he can't even complete the easiest layups. What was so nice about watching Mike White versus the Bears, we the Jets were moving the ball. We we're like, oh, that's the right play, and he just made it. So that's got to be so frustrating watching him, Tim. Yes, but I don't have anything to add to that. Absolutely. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, well, let's move to Saturday then. Bills at Bears. This is the first of the frigid games. Right now, the expected temperature is supposed to be, in terms of like with wind chill, feels like minus 11 Fahrenheit, which does not sound warm whatsoever it's nine points in this game i'm gonna make this one easy i keep going against the bills against the spread i think they've covered like one of their past seven weeks or something bears plus nine make it easy here jeff i will join you bills something just weird's happening there and the bear as long as justin field's playing you feel like that back door is there for you i don't love this game i don't see it being a real bet game not many times I've bet against the Bills, but Bears to cover these numbers. Yeah, we've been doing it, and we'll keep doing it, I think. Yeah, I'm with you guys on Chicago here. Uh, what does Buffalo have real trouble doing? They're soft up the middle. They have trouble with the run. I, I think that the Bears should be able to have a field day running on them. It's gonna be a, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm with you guys. The, B, the Bills might just uh, could have. I don't know if they I, can. Listen, I, I am good with the Bills covering this spread because, Jeff, that means the under five and a half win total caches for the Chicago bears, but we're almost there. Yeah. Need to get that. I need some, I need some money before new year's to start loading up on golf futures. Oh. That's a big, that's the largest football wager I've ever made. And I really want it to win. <laughs> and that was cause you got the five and a half. Like I know there were six and a half it was an, there with insane it, it, it juice, was, like minus one seventy. Yeah. So I took plus five. I took five and a half at plus plus one sixty. Awesome. Awesome. And if the, if the okay, Texans, if I'm the Texans could have just closed, what if they had closed the game against the Bears and Davis Mills hadn't thrown that stupid turnover, they would be ahead of the Bears and I would have cashed my 10 to 1 or 12 to 1 worst record too. Not out of play yet, but I just don't see the Texans winning, unfortunately. That's a round of Chicago against the Bills plus nine. Seattle at Kansas City. Kansas City back at home. Another team that's not covering any of these big spreads. Four, nine, and one against the spread so far this season. Fortunately, with nine and a hook, they can't tie on this one. 48 and a half is the total. Seattle is reeling at the moment. Probably no Tyler Lockett in this game. They've just upgraded and signed to their active roster. Tim, your favorite receiver in football. He's on a new team. It's Laquan Treadwell. Oh, really? I, that yeah. probably wouldn't hurt. Uh, he was playing with the Seahawks, right? 
He's not. Yeah, he just got upgraded to the Seahawks. He was yeah, on the practice yeah. roster. Yeah, but I think he played in a game this season or two for the Seahawks. I remember seeing him play. He was on the Jags. Like he wasn't like bad on the Jags last year. Who knew? Nah, I think he's got more talent. He just didn't didn't quite capitalize on it. I'll make this one easy. I'm worried about uh, the Chiefs covering, but I will tease. This is a great spot to tease them down to two and a half. So that's what I'm going to do. They're the first part of a Saturday teaser. Oh, you're playing two teasers. Oh, I'm playing a Yuletide one for Christmas, and I'm playing a Christmas Eve one as well. Is that in honor of Yule Brenner? It is in honor of Yule Brenner. Uh, here's the problem. You're taking Seahawks against the spread, though, Tim? Uh, no, I will take the Chiefs against the spread. I think Seattle might just be completely out of gas. And that 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 car is just is it's just it's done now. It's just it got a lot farther than yeah. we thought it was going to, but it's like a, a stock car at a race that was running really fast, was in the lead, and it's just run out of gas on the last lap, and it's just it's gonna get passed by all these other cars coming to the checkered flag. Now, this is the game that if Seattle wins twice, I think that they can still make the playoffs, Jeff. It'd be dicey depending on what Detroit does. But at the Chiefs is their toughest game, then they're at home against the Jets and home against the Rams to close the season. Games they'll probably be favored in, but most definitely could probably lose at the same time. I'm taking KC minus nine and a half. I just see far too many people on Seattle this week. Just extra rest. Kansas City's not covering these spreads. Kansas City's going to show up at least once before the playoffs start and remind everyone that they're that they're the Chiefs. And this is it. Uh it's like back-to-back games. We are all on the same side, which is pretty strange because that game was plus nine. This one's essentially um, the inverse. A minus flirt. Yeah. Uh, flirting with the same number. Tim said it. Yeah. You know, the Chiefs. Uh, sorry. This the Seahawks. Great story. They clearly like went way past all of our August. Oh, certainly mine. And I believe most of, of your guys is uh, August, September expectations when they're when things started to seem possible for them like real big picture i was one of those like whoa 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 stop the clock big time this is a team i mean it's like one of the best rookie classes the league has ever seen a lot of these rookies you know you come from college football you play 11 12 game seasons so team is hitting a wall rookies are part of them hitting that wall um i think the chiefs just just roll them i hope seattle makes the play i hope they and they play the Jets next week. I'll be I'll be cheering for them. Detroit and Carolina. The Darnold is a three point dog at home. I assume he's still starting for them. They're not bringing Peach back at this point. Everyone is on the Lions to make the playoffs at plus one twenty now. Tim, how does that usually work out for the sleeper team that everyone has just gotten behind? Yeah, this late in the year, probably it actually probably does work out. Uh, there's reason to think the Bears or the Lions are probably the right side. As we get into the play, like, no, when I get into a playoff game, I won't like their chances unless they're like at the Vikings or something. But I don't know. The, I think this line's a bit short. The more I thought about it, the more I thought the Lions are are definitely a class above Carolina. So, yeah, I, I've given it some thought. But I, I think in the end, I, I will have to take uh, t- uh, take the Lions here. Yeah, the Alliance kind of feels like a layup, Jeff. The problem is now you're asking them to win by four on the road, and they barely pieced it together against the Jets. As Tim pointed out, a kick return touchdown. That fourth and one that went for 50 yards just got everyone completely off guard. Uh, We saw last week that Carolina, against a team that got gashed on the ground the week previous, they couldn't run the ball at all 
against Pittsburgh. And Darnold finally comes back to earth a little bit. I think I'm still going to lean Carolina here as a home dog, though. I, I, this might even grow as the week goes on. Yeah, I'm with you on Carolina, and I don't believe this is going to grow, Pat. I believe it's already been um, bet down. It's supposed to be freezing. There's in a, Carolina? a lot of the cold game. Yeah, it gets cold and snowy in Charlotte at times. Yeah, I heard it's supposed to be for Charlotte, like 25 degrees. It happens. Uh, maybe someone will tell me I'm wrong. I've never really come on here to be the weather person, but I did see that in looking at this game earlier today. Also really underrated, the Carolina defense the last month, four or five weeks, has been really outstanding. All the fancy defensive metrics, there's really not one where they rank outside the top um, outside the top 10 in. Seems like a really sneaky uh, spot. I'm going to take Carolina plus the points. I'd like to say I am very pro Detroit. I am on this bandwagon. I love this story. In our own personal correspondence last week, I showed you guys uh, about those uh, some fat Jared Goff, the uh, comeback player of the year line that hasn't been adjusted. So I would love to win that ticket, hopefully the night before the Super Bowl. So that's money to lose on the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be fun? So I'm here for it. But as I kind of went on a Twitter rant last night, I do not understand how Dan Campbell is plus 250 to win coach of the year. He's second on the board right now. And third place on the board is Kyle Shanahan at 20 to one. Like that gap to me is insane. Campbell, a great coach, a fun coach, a guy who's clearly um, gained respect from a lot of people who laughed at him when he was hired and what he's doing this year in this turnaround shouldn't not be recognized, but coach of the year. No, that's crazy. The that's team is crazy. up to nine in DVOA versus the Panthers that are 28 huge gap for three points. No, no, I agree. It's just, and, just but, but too I, short. I, I I'm on board though, with what Jeff said about Carolina's defense and just, I mean, their ability to generate a little bit of pressure is nice, but JC Horn is everywhere. I think if there's a bet in this game, obviously the prop lines aren't released, but DJ Chark under whatever the number is, he got sure. paired up against sauce last week and they were like, Nope, they're going to do the same thing this week with JC Horn on them. Fair enough. But Paul. the Panthers have no answer for a Mon Ross St. Brown in that circumstance. The Jets really had no answer for him. Agreed. Yeah, certainly. Paul. Don't. Just want to uh, confirm, uh, weatherman Jeff. Yeah, it's it's at freezing. That's freezing. Thirty-two Fahrenheit. Uh, that was the wrong one to pull up. Yeah, that's Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, that's no. Saturday. Although although it's in Charlotte, but either way, is it in Charlotte? Either way, it's, it's cold in North Carolina. Close enough. Yeah, good good enough. But in terms of coach of the year, like I don't see how Sirianni loses at this point, especially now that he's been given the out that Hurts might be done for the rest of the regular season. They did what they had to do, and they're still going to get the first round by. As you kind of mentioned, Jeff, like this is what people expected from the Lions when everyone hammered their over window at the beginning of the year that the Lions would be improved. So they're kind of I think that Dayball has done a better job with the Giants than Dan Campbell has done with the Lions. And I think Dan Campbell's done a good job, but it's basically Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and a bunch of fucking creative players on offense for Dayball, and they're like pretty good. I think Dayball I, I think totally... Dayball is the coach of the year well and above past uh, Sirianni. That's my opinion. Uh, that doesn't mean he's going to win it. Uh but I think Dayball has done by far the best coaching job this season. 
Like he is the actual wins above replacement coach of the year. If you're looking for, yeah, although, although, although I don't think that anyone expected, like people thought the Eagles would be good. They were a trendy pick to beat Dallas in the division, but I don't think anyone saw them being like 16 and one. Well, with, without hurts, they don't may not have any more wins left on their schedule, but you love Minshew walk. And, yeah. I think they're going to lose all those games. And that's a problem. Well, it's not that's though, gonna, because it's going to cost it, him an MVP. It's going to cost him a coach of the, and it's going to cost him a coach of the year. Maybe, but it will not. It will not. I mean, wouldn't that be a great case for Jalen Hurts if they lost no, all three of but these games? If he's not, if you're, if you're, if you bring nothing out those last three weeks, and someone like Mahomes and or even Allen are putting up big numbers, or Burrow are putting up big numbers, sorry, it's it's a recency thing. They just the votes won't be there. Well, even to look at it, like they can lose their last three games and still get the buy in the NFC. Absolutely, they could. That doesn't like, mean I, that, if but, I was them, I wouldn't bring him back if there was even a shred. I would, because then he's off for five weeks, and you don't want him five weeks to throw him into a playoff. All right, bring him back week 18 to play like a preseason game. Play him the first half or something like that. I would be okay with that. What's Allen? I I think Allen at plus 550 is a pretty strong look here for MVP. Mahomes is now minus 350, but all it takes is for Allen to dial it up a little bit. Bills get the one seed. Mahomes has already won. I think he's probably the best value on the board, him or Burrow at six to one. Yeah, Burrow and Burrow has got, of course, got that Monday nighter against the uh, the Bengals coming up. So if you believe in uh, in the Bengals, you, he has a chance to to really put himself in a good position there. Here's an important. Oh, and, go ahead, Jeff. Well, I just want to clarify because I've been taking a lot of heat from Detroit, uh, Michigan. That's where the Twitter accounts. Well, they're all they're all from. sad, so don't worry about. It. I think like. Dan, I'm not saying Dan Campbell can't win the award, even though I don't think he should. I'm just saying the gap of of Campbell at plus 250 to then 20 to 1 and above for Shanahan, who's won with three quarterbacks, Dable, who's probably going to be the best wins above actual expectation coach of the year. Um, like that makes no no sense to me. And it's almost like in the same mindset that we talk about golf regularly. Um you know, and just sort of dissecting in an odds board like that, uh, you know, the guy at the very top versus the guys, you know, that are margined behind him. But that gap seems definitive. Important AFC game. Cincinnati at New England. New England is a three and a half point dog at home in this game. Is this one of the stupid weather games? Doesn't look like it. it's funny. The more north you get, like it's not that big of a deal. I'm sure it's going to be cold in this game. The well, Bengals supposed have... to be not be cold. I mean, here where that's is the closest game to us. We're supposed to be very warm and rainy on Saturday. Yeah, it's it's eleven degrees here Celsius. What's that? Like fifty? There's some huge Arctic, but not for us. We're getting not... warm air and tons of rain. It's Even like the Miami entire like Midwest Sunday. is just getting slammed. Yeah, the Midwest is getting crushed. The Northeast, like that's the closest city that we're to, is Boston or Foxborough. Fifty-two degrees on Saturday. It's nice, but the, the even Miami on Sunday is supposed to be like fifty-two degrees. I guess they better get their space heaters out. <laughs> Either way, with the Patriots being three and a half point dogs here, it's not so much about the Patriots, although that play 
at the end of the Raiders game might have just been the nail in their coffin this season. Like it's a hard to come back from something like that. There's always sort of different points you can look at. It's like the Chargers season was both saved and Atlanta season went down the tubes after Herbert threw that pick. And that guy just dropped it and gave it back to the Chargers. Since that moment, both those teams fortunes have basically been completely flipped and that changed the course of the NFC South and the AFC playoffs as we go. It's just weird that we can, in retrospect, point back to one of those moments. But if we were talking here, it's like, oh yeah, the Patriots lost all their games to end the year after they lateraled it to the other team. Their quarterback got truck-sticked, and that was the end of it. (laughs) The Bengals have just been putting up bad efforts the last two weeks, and they've covered and won both those games. So it's really difficult for me to sit here and be like, oh, don't take the Bengals. The Bengals were your your Omaha Stakes premium pick. They were my silver pick on the best bet show last week, Tim. I like the Bengals again at minus three and a half. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals are getting the exact same number on the road they were getting last week against Tampa. Are the Patriots in Tampa close teams in terms of talent? Yeah, they're they're, they're pretty close. Uh, Tampa may be slightly worse than New England no. in terms of DVOA. Tampa's better than – Tampa, not, Tampa's, in D, well, Tampa, not in terms well, of DVOA. Well, well, that's fine. I, I enjoy how you like how DVOA – And I think Tampa is a worse it, team. It's always Tampa's a bottom right, 10 team. But when no, it but doesn't Tampa prove is, your point, it's always wrong. Who would trust I actually think numbers? they have Tampa a little too high. Tampa's probably a bottom 10 team. And they're a little higher than that. I think they're like a bottom 13. But by the way, Jeff, with the way that Tim is talking and has been talking against Tampa Bay, betting Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl futures might be the move. Or you can just set that money on fire and be better. I mean, I, 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 I do it all the time anyway. What is it? What are the team futures here? Where's Tampa Bay? Tampa's 30 to one to win the Super Bowl. Let's get in on that. Do you know how frustrated I still think about that, that Dennis Allen cluster shit from that primetime game a couple weeks ago and what that would mean for the saints in those standings there's a lot of that three to one even better anyway uh the line here is an interesting one because i think doing all slightly better than the the and there's reason to believe that the numbers suggest that they're a little better than the patriots but you're getting the same number i will take the patriots in this game i think it's going to be close Using your powers, I like it. You're trying no, to get no. I just think it, I think the I actually think Belichick is going to have this team whipped up after that nonsensical ending. This is not a team that he'll allow. I mean, this is you know they're not a good team. They're not a bad team either. I think they show up. They play good football, uh, and I think they win the game. Or they may not win the game, but I think they keep it close. Maybe they lose by a field goal. And uh, anyway, it's uh, it's uh, I like the Patriots getting the hook here. I think there's a little bit of value on Pittsburgh. Jeff, I just my own mind here. I I just bet the Buccaneers uh, to win the NFC and the Super Bowl. (laughs) Hate that bet. Like I hate it. Of course, I've got those. Hey, I didn't like Argentina either. And then I see Paul wins like five grand off Argentina after Tim. They can't win. I mean, I'm just gonna ride this Andrew Curse thing out and really try, really try to profit off of it. Thanks, Top Cat. Yeah, no, I won on Argentina as well. Not as much as Paul, or I got in later than Paul, but. Still, still very profitable to get in on the curse. I just played some, you know, I got my anti bucks to miss the playoff future. So I'm, I'm anti bucks, um, that shit show of that Southern division. I do believe this line feels so small. Um, we're on to Cincinnati and I, I didn't see the play in real time. I'm zoned in. The chargers are tied. There's 40 seconds left. I think the play kind of happened as the Chargers were were driving. I thought it was a mistake when it came up to say 
uh, 30-24. I was already happy to see the Raiders tied the game. Um, <laughs> Which, I by the way, on replay, there's no way that the receiver is in bounds on that touchdown. He's on oh, the chalk. Oh, I don't know about that. He's on the chalk that. as clear as day. My gracious. Mike Mike was right and, when he was and, on the show. I was like, how can that count? I don't know how it counted. That was terrible. And I think, you know, Tim always tells us, and what I love about, you know, Tim, Tim is claims not to be insane, but we put ourselves out there and, and you guys get to make those decisions. Um, that, did, that did really, if you needed more of a reason to believe how much Tim hated the Patriots, like that, that act of, of just sheer happiness of playing the bongos on his own head, giggling like a, um, you know, a dancing six inch plush snowman. He was so happy. He was so happy. So any question like which team does Tim hate the most? I don't think the Dolphins losing would bring that sort of uh, emotion out of Tim. Nothing was more humorous to watch Patriots fans go cry online about about calls going against them. It's just uh, we know too many Patriots fans who never once felt like they ever got a like proper call in their favor. Tim, now this is what it looks like when it goes the other way. Yeah, you really hate to see it. My heart just breaks for their. Imagine not getting a call against the Raiders. I mean, I mean that team they never gotten a call against in their life. Uh, what uh, you know? What a misfortune! Uh, I'm rooting for you guys this week, though, in Fox, bro. You have my support. I like you this week a lot. Did you take uh, the Bengals or New England, Jeff? So just make I a think pick. The line is fishy. It feels like a trap, but I'm going to take the Bengals because they they just dominate. Like when the Chargers would be up six nothing with two field goals, the Bengals would be up fourteen nothing. Like they just dominate. They take full advantage of everything. Ah, Bengals cover. You said it, Pat. They just win. They don't even look good winning sometimes. They just win. They're awesome. Love them. What they that defense. Oh my God. How'd they become so good on defense with injuries? Yeah. Happens. How did the Chargers become good? Injuries. <laughs> Texans at Titans in a clash of the AFC South. Titans by five. I'm guessing Tannehill's playing, although it was a pretty gutsy performance from him last week. The over-under is 37 in this game. There's an over-under this week that's 31 and a half. That's like the Hall of Fame preseason game type level in terms of a total. I'll make this quick. I like the Titans here. Uh, Frisky Texans, yeah, they've been looking good. Uh, I think that them looking good the past two weeks has really helped us with a line that should be way bigger than this. Uh, I had this game at six and a half for the Titans. It's only five. Give me the five. It's in... Omaha premium picks lock of the week contention, Tim. I don't know about that. Um, okay, I'm taking, good. I'm taking Houston and I'm teasing Houston up to plus 12 because even if the Titans win, I don't think they're in a place right now where they can smash anybody. And the Texans have played good football a couple of weeks in a row, which tells me that wasn't an aberrational fluke. The first game that they're actually playing hard and, and you know that they have, some modicum of scrappiness in them. And the Titans sort of have Seattle Seahawks syndrome. And they seem like they're out of gas as well. And they don't seem to be able to pull, you know, pull any levers to get this thing moving. So I'm going to take the, the Texans here. And I won't be shocked at all if the Texans just managed to win this game. I mean, I, it wouldn't stun me with the way the Titans are playing either. But I think the big difference between is it, what is we've it Nashville seen... cold this week? I mean, it's so close yeah, Nash, to Na Charlotte. Na Na Nashville is cold this week. Nashville is 
Too cold for Doug, I guess, at Christmas time to come out and watch the Titans then. Uh, Texans at Titans, five degrees Fahrenheit with the wind chill. But I think the past four games, Derrick Henry has rushed for over 200 yards against him. Like this is the the weather actually, I think, plays more into what the Titans do well. And the big difference between the Titans and the Chiefs and Cowboys, which the Texans have looked really good against the past two weeks, they were able to effectively run the ball against those two teams, especially with Dallas's injury. Kansas City is a bad run defense anyway. There's still one thing the Titans do well. It's stuff the run. Like, I just think it's going to be tough for the two biggest factors of this game. The Texans do move the ball enough to keep the chains going and actually put up more than 13 points. And I just don't see how they stopped Derrick Henry. Yeah. So we see this game very much the same, Pat. It is also a consideration for me for the Omaha premium uh, pick of the week. Just Derrick Henry to oblivion, uh, you know, to oblivion. I also like you think that we're probably getting a discount because of how well, uh, the Texans performed ATS wise and competitive against some of, you know, teams that people consider Super Bowl contenders. I was so impressed with Vrabel last week, the Titans with all those injuries, we should have been able to knock them out. And we, they just did exactly what the Titans always do. Maybe the concern here is Vrabel laying a big number. The Titans, we like the underdog role is where they always seem to thrive, but just the, the matchup, the cold weather, big. Uh, this might be the super lock. New Orleans at Cleveland. Cleveland's favored by three points. New Orleans is traveling to Cleveland a day early on Thursday because of inclement weather in the Cleveland area. There's another one of these games that the, where is it? Minus nine and raining, apparently with wet snow in Cleveland for this game. I bet against the Browns last Saturday on the, with the Ravens. And I watched that game back. And I think after, if you told me like what the score was and like watching these two teams operate both on offense and defense, I probably would have lost all my money on Baltimore again. I, I can't fathom how they scored three points, miss field goals, fumbles, but every time they ran the ball, it was for eight yards. They should have just never passed throughout the course of the game. Maybe a strategy that Cleveland should take too, Tim, because Deshaun Watson is horrible. Like really, like he's, yeah. You talk, I, about, I, like, two, you talk about Tua's arm. He's short arming six yard outs. Now I uh, look, I'm here with you. I said from the jump, there was no reason to believe that he was going to get back into the league after missing two years and start to play well. And even he's underperformed my relatively measured expectations. Um, I would hope that in a couple of weeks, if it put it this way, if by like week four or five of his comeback, he doesn't look good. You should be really panicked because then there really is no reason to believe he's going to get it back together. Uh, it's not a lack of playmakers in Cleveland. It's not uh, that Stefanski is putting them in a bad scheme. He can't make throws. It's concerning. He's the starting quarterback of a football game where the over-under is 32 points. Uh, you know, he is proje- his team is projected to score what? 19 points, I guess. That's what the, that's what the point projection would be. Se- seems lofty. It does. And I will take New Orleans because of it. I think now are probably going to win the game. Um, yeah, I just I laid the points at the Browns last week because I thought that I actually didn't even think Huntley was going to play, but I, I knew they were playing at backup. As much as I think Dalton has been the wrong choice for the Saints team, and if they had just started Jameis every game, they'd probably be in a position to win the division right now. Dalton is playing better football than anything Baltimore would have done. The Saints can run the ball. 
Yeah, I don't love it. The Saints can, here's the thing. The Saints can't run the ball. They should be able to run the ball. But they but they can't. Yeah. Well, like Kamara, I, if there's I ever think a Kamara, game to put the ball in Kamara's hands and say, go go get it for us, this would be it. They try that. It never works. He's. I think he's hit his under like seven straight. Since that game where he scored like the four touchdowns, he's been horrible. Okay, well, I'm going to go with him this week. Uh, you know, if okay. I were doing my DFS lineup, I think Kamara would definitely be in it. And uh, Kamara. I like uh, I like New Orleans in this game, I think. Uh, I like Cleveland. It's actually in real time. We're, we're going to do minus three for the show purposes in our picks. In real time, it's down to two and a half. It is. And the over-under has gone back up to 32 from 31 and a half. But I, I think if you just made a rule, Jeff, just bet against these shitty NFC South teams, you're going to be doing pretty well. Maybe so. And you, that's back to for, back. Forgot you love the, I forgot how much you love the Saints and how good they are. No, the Saints suck. <laughs> It's back-to-back weeks now, Pat, where the final score, the Cleveland Browns losing by double digits to the Bengals and beating the Ravens by double digits makes no sense <laughs> based on the actual box score of the game. Or games. even watching the like, game. No one's... <laughs> yeah, watching, box scoring. Like, in no way does it make any sense that those were two double-digit victories um, on either side. Impossible. Guess what? I was on the wrong side of both of them. Me too. Because they screwed me over so hard versus the Bengals that I hate bet against them versus the Ravens. You know how that works. The football so stupid like that. Oh, God. Um, I, kind, I agree with Tim that if, well, I am going to take the Saints because Browns to win by four. This is going to be a field goal game. This will be a field goal I, See, game. I don't know. I can see this being like 10 nothing. Okay, but then I think the Saints, okay, well, if it's 10 nothing, I think the Saints win 10 nothing then. No, there's. If I, you think it's going to be 10 nothing, then I'm confident it'll be 10 9, like, you know, 10 7. Um, if Deshaun Watson in this final three games doesn't have one performance that looks like Houston, I, concern. Huge. Not yet, but if he doesn't have one banger mm-hmm. that, like, the Browns. And their organization and and all the shit that they've sort of had to stand up for and represent by doing this, oh, that'll be one one. I mean, one in hell of an. It would take the Denver Broncos off the hook so badly. No, it won't. (laughs) I I I actually hope that he doesn't play well. I mean, it's pretty doubtful that he is going to play well the rest of the season. By the looks of the, I mean, he didn't come back. I mean, at the Texans, his first game back, you'll always get a pass for that. But then he gets at the Bengals, good defense outside. Uh, at home against the Ravens, one of the top three defenses in the league right now. The Saints are probably the worst defense that he's playing of the bunch. Then he's at Washington and at Pittsburgh. Like, I if he plays very poorly to end this year, which by the schedule he should, I like Browns overs next year. Because I do think he gets it figured can, out by next year. You're probably Can I do something that's probably really going to annoy Pat? I kind of want a narrative street the entire week in the league. Um, oh, God. I think the teams... Because they're playing on Christmas Day, on Christmas Eve, on the day after. I think there's an inherent advantage to the teams on the road that have, like, months ago come to the realization that their Christmas plans are going to be some form of alternative. All these guys that are, you know, at home this week, whether you believe the games are so important or not, 
they're still dealing with mom or their wives' moms or so much bullshit, even in their house. Um, yeah, that's all. That's so stupid. I hear, oh my God, I live in Midtown and I hear Pozzola laughing in Woodbridge. It, it, and that it, it might it, only it, be funny to like eight people. It, unless but that backs up one it. of his picks, then he's all for it. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. Look, I love the Chargers are on the road. Let let the Colts get fat at Christmas. Let them do oh, it. You, let them you, do if it. I were you, I would be terrified of the Colts, by the way. I am, <laughs> but I'll be in Scottsdale and I'll be in the desert watching my boys on Monday night. Hopefully nothing and goes getting wrong. ready for that Sunday night football matchup next week. They won't flex out of. Do you also think they're delaying the flex announcement like they can take an apps? I think they're waiting till the Jets game is over. See, yes, because it's L.A. versus L.A. and there's no real travel situation that they can almost take up to the completion of even like Saturday, Sunday results before they let if we win i think they'll flex if we win thursday i think they'll flex us against the seahawks next week if we don't then they'll keep you there i think but tim as we've discovered these flex announcements pretty much come on the days we record either before the show or right after the show as we found out a few weeks ago when they flexed uh you know when we had that debate then the show ends and they they did move um mahomes and and the broncos so the announcement should be happening now or tonight, but it seems like they feel like they can sort of hold this one off. I mean, when you're close to completion, trying to hold it off is very tough, Jeff. You know about that. I know it's my birthday. I want to get it in. Too. <laughs> yeah, have a few. Have one extra glass of wine at dinner. I think you'll be fine. You know what it's like, Pat. Get these. These things are you know few and. You know, sometimes, you know, everyone's sort of sick every morning. It just whatever. It's a whole it's a whole thing. I uh, didn't mean to turn that spin here. But Giants in Minnesota. Minnesota is a three and a half point favorite at home against the Giants who are getting close to locking up a playoff spot here. Definitely a game they can win because it's against Minnesota, but most definitely will not win because they're playing Minnesota. Is everyone just going to bet the Giants, or do people no. think the Vikings have it figured out? Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm I think this the will Giants be the least. I think this will be the least bet game of the week. It's my opinion. No, because no Bra- one wants Bra- to bet on Browns. either of these teams. No, the, the last game and the next game are the two least bet on games of the week. I don't think anybody wants to bet on this game because I don't think anybody believes in either of these teams. Yeah, don't the sharps despise both? Yeah, I can't of these see teams. coming in big on either side of this game. I'm going to take the Giants for show purposes, just because three and a half good enough for me. When the Vikings I'll win by the when the Vikings. Vikings win by three on a something that happens at the end of the game, then at least the Giants will still cover. Sure, I'll take the Vikings, but not with a whole lot of confidence. I just think they are a class better than the than the Giants are. Who they, I really they are. Like. I, I I agree with you. I think that they are a class better, but the Vikings just play stupid games. They're a lot like I was legit I upset co- they they won on Sunday night because like. I don't want to have to watch them in a playoff game. Well, you were going to have to watch them in a playoff game either way. Oh, they lost. They had lost. Yeah, the Giants had lost on Sunday. We probably wouldn't have to suffer through that. But now we're definitely going to have to. And there's just, ugh. Like, that's a team I have no interest in watching. I do not like. I respect their coach, but I think they're an incredibly ugly team to watch. And I can't wait for a 49ers-Giants game, which is like (laughs) 16-3 to that I will waste three and a half hours of my life on. 
are they going to tag Jones? Like they didn't pick up the option, so now they're going to have to pay more money to see it again. I, I, yeah, you have to. If you make the flash, I, I, you can't I, let go. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it depends on which quarterbacks are there at the back end of the first round that if Dayball likes one of them, just bring that guy in and let's go. Cause it's not, it's not in fairness to Daniel Jones. I actually think he's been pretty good this year for what he's got to work with. They have no receivers. Yeah. And doesn't he deserve a chance to get like year two no. with Dayball? No. no. Okay. I, I don't think so, but maybe giants fans will tell me I'm wrong because Daniel Jones is so good. He's probably the jets quarterback. So next then- year. Which would be a huge upgrade. So it's almost Tim's. Po- it ends up being the worst case scenario if they win so many games, they make the playoffs, they make this like shorter term commitment to Daniel Jones, but in two years they're still looking for a quarterback. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I feel like that's worst case scenario for them because their defense is going to be good. They're sort of like a year behind the Jets, Tim. Yeah, I think that's right. So. I think their defense is going to end up being really good. It could be as soon as next year, but in two years time, if everyone keeps building, it's going to be really solid. If you can find a playmaker or two, like I don't think that Jones is their big question in the off season. Like you franchise Jones, bring him back, whatever. Hopefully he can go 500 next year. It's do they sign Barkley to some sort of outrageous deal, which I don't think that they're going to do. They've already tried to extend him in season. So it seems like they actually have an organizational desire to do that now maybe they won't want to meet the price that's the thing you, the open- you try to extend him in season you're trying to get him to extend on your terms which is fine i'd love to have saquon barkley on my team that's not the whole point of this but if he's looking for like derrick henry money you can go fuck off oh of course zeke money good at it right we're just not like, seeing those again um so i am a, a staunchly vikings wagon guy i really enjoyed seeing them win that game uh it seemed like every single smart person I know was on the Colts last week. So I was happy that they all got to win their bets while like having a deep sweat in the craziest game ever. Oh, look, the Vikings should have had three more touchdowns. Probably that being said, um, I, I'm going to just pick the giants off that win. You know, both teams had big emotional wins, I guess you could say, but I'm going to fade you have to be such a high superstar level team for me to not want to fade you the week after that. So I'm blindly picking the Giants do, against my Vikings. Do you think it's fair that this game takes place knowing that the Vikings played Saturday afternoon and the Giants had to play Sunday night, Jeff? Yeah, Jeff. These are all such bad spots. Like Poor Miami couldn't win a game Giants. because of their bad spot. So. When we get to my full credit to Miami for competing to the tens in a horrible, it's it's really funny. And we'll get to Miami, but Miami did more in that loss than they've done in any win. Like for their own perception, they did more in that loss than they have with any win they've had. I hope they have a lot more, uh, you know, uh, those types of, uh, you know, character losses. I hope they put up a lot of them and they really grow from them. You know, you, you could poo poo on it, Tim. Like you could say there's no such thing as a moral victory. But to to exactly to Pat's point, even though they didn't win the game, it showed me a lot. Like I believe in more in the Dolphins than I did coming into that game. I 100% agree with Pat's sentiment that like football fan who kind of takes it all in weekly. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to it. But respect for the Dolphins in that loss. Feasted upon on Christmas Day. We'll talk about it when we get there. What? Okay. Well, I just uh, I did want to say it's, it's like the the old Chris Jericho type thing where Chris Jericho never had to win. Jeff, 
He could always lose and get like the moral victory. That's how it felt with the Dolphins on Saturday night. Now, it sucks that a three-game 0-3 road trip, like to a Dolphin fan, it's hard to find a moral victory. Like they've lost three in a row to, to teams that are in the playoff pictures. Uh, but for as an outsider, I'm giving them the, that moral victory. I don't even remember what game we were on. It wasn't the Dolphins. No, game. we'll get to the final game before the break of the early Saturday. We have Falcons at Baltimore. Baltimore, seven and a half point favorites. 37 and a half is the over-under. Another one of these frigid games. We're going to get Ritter me Timbers back under center. For the Falcons, Lamar looks like he's coming back, although he did not practice on Tuesday of our recording for this, but they desperately need him back. I, even with him back, I feel like they should blow out the Falcons because I don't know how the Falcons are going to score on this Ravens defense. But can the Ravens score enough even on this bad defense, Tim, to cover this number? I don't know. I will tease them down to a minus a half point. That's a good because teaser. Like. That that just seems like I just need them to win the ball game. Are you playing a seven and a half point or seven? Six and a half? Seven. Seven. Seven point. point? Yeah, it's okay. a seven point teaser. So so Houston, you have Houston to you have Houston to twelve then. Yes. Houston's twelve, Baltimore's half a point, Kansas City's two and a half points so far on my teaser. And San Francisco, sorry, is is uh, even. But oh, do we get to that game yet? Yeah, we did. No. San Francisco. No, we haven't. Oh, it's a late game. I'm game. sorry. It's a late game. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, anyway, uh, it's a tough game because, yeah, even when Lamar was playing, it's not like the Baltimore Ravens were scoring a ton of points. Uh, and to and to win by over a, a touchdown, it's asking a lot of a Falcons team, even when they've been outclassed, uh, find a way to keep games close and have covered a ton of football games. last. I mean, last week's a great example that, you know, they had no business even being within uh, spitting distance of that game. And they came back to, to the cover and then had a real chance to maybe even win it. So, you know, that that's a credit to them. And it's a super low point total too. So you're really asking the Ravens to do a lot covering this number with a 37 total. But uh, I, I guess I'll take them and I don't love it. You're taking the Ravens or the Falcons? The Ravens and I don't love it. Yeah, I'll take Atlanta, Jeff, because I, I still have my outside. Now that I've uh, hedged my Atlanta to make the playoffs bet with Bucks to win the Super Bowl, I just think both the way that these teams play, if Atlanta can just make a few tackles, I do expect Baltimore to try to run as much as possible. They can just limit that. I know Atlanta's going to run as much as they can. Just a fast game, few points, you know, asking them to win by more than a touchdown. Well, I guess a touchdown with a two-point conversion would win it for you. But seven and a half is a big number. I'll just take Atlanta. I don't feel great about it, though. Uh, this could be uh, what my super lock, Omaha, premium, Baltimore. Even it could be a 9 nothing final. They're going uh, Harbaugh, that defense, they're going to annihilate Ritter. I would uh, probably. I don't worry about it. I don't worry about a backdoor. Don't worry about it, Baltimore. No, there's no backdoor uh, if you get shot out. <laughs> Atlanta's only competitive games against good teams that teams actually consider good. They were, beat the Niners. Uh, San Fran, when they had that like insane injury report, and the Chargers in their heart of um, crazy injury battles as well. Okay. 
Well, that brings us to the midway point of the show. I told you about another cash giveaway that we got on the go right now. It's a $500 cash giveaway. So what you need to do is know that a place where Jeff and I both contribute, Odds Checker, is giving away $500 to one of you. All you got to do is enter. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to their YouTube channel and comment Mayo on any of their videos in the comments. Like you're already watching on YouTube, probably. Just go over. You can hit the link in the description to go to Odds Checker and then just comment Mayo on one of their videos after you subscribe to their channel. And boom, you're good to go. You're in that draw for $500. And that's coming pretty soon. I think it's by Christmas that it ends up going. It's either by Christmas or New Year's. You might as well give it a shot to get the 500 bucks. And Jeff, I do a show for Odd Checker every single week. Me, Pam Maldonado, Ross Tucker, and Brian Matthews. Clay Matthews' brother, The Huddle, on Odd Checker comes out every either Wednesday night or Friday or Thursday morning. Uh, it's a good show. I actually quite enjoy hosting it. It's, it's a different look for me as just pure host, no analysis. And I know that you've been doing videos for them for years now. So it's a great channel. Everyone should go subscribe to Odds Checker US, right? to say yes did i lose his audio yes no i think he he muted himself he muted himself and didn't realize he's classic that was classic me uh love uh the oc fam (laughs) ross tucker enjoy your videos with him enjoy when he uh guest hosts or or guests on dan patrick show uh yeah hit that up message mayo i'll be doing my golf videos for them starting with the tournament of champions um, so yeah, the, the start of the new year, I'll be back making weekly golf content over at odds check. So yeah, odds checker us on YouTube link is down in the description, comment Mayo on any one of those videos. I would suggest you do it on the huddle. That'd be cool. So you go rep the Mayo media brand over there and we can tell them we sent the viewers over and you're in that draw for 500 bucks. So please go do that. Help them out right now. Midway point. Like I mentioned Christmas day, a brand new full length cost corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner. <laughs> People aren't calling it that. They are. They're calling it a very custy Christmas, sir. Well, then they're not calling it by the corner name. They're calling it something different. Well, they're calling it Cuss Corner, a very custy Christmas. Okay. What do you got for us today? Two small things. Uh, First, I want to complain about something. And then I want to get some, I want to solicit some advice from, from, anyway. So the first thing I want to complain about, and it's something I've noticed the last year or so. And, uh, you know, it's the prevalence of mini cans of pop that I'm noticing in stores that are being promoted heavily to consumers. Now, I won't say I've never bought mini cans because I have before, like to go to a barbecue or something outdoors where you don't want to bring a big, heavy, you know, full case of DC with you. But I feel case in, of DC. you don't want you don't want to do that or you don't still want to carry the whole case. So you buy a little tiny mini can six packs to, to, to crush at a barbecue or something. But like I am noticing and here we are Christmas time as far from barbecues as possible. Here I, you know, you, you, everywhere I go, I am seeing on TV and I'm seeing in stores promotions for mini cans of pop. And like, I feel like I'm being judged. 
Like, oh, you shouldn't be having full cans of pop, sir. Even though the cans have been the same size for like 50 years and people are used to the size and weight and the 335 milliliters. No, no, no. Who is it that's buying the mini cans? Who are they for? Because they're no good for mix. They're no good for... Why are people buying the mini cans? I feel like I am being coerced through advertisement in the stores. Guys, at TV now, maybe it isn't even on TV, but it's definitely in stores. I'm seeing them... Uh, arranged in such a way in the store to, to put them at eye level and to promote their purchase for me and my stuff is at the very bottom what I want. Why am I, I don't like the mini cans? I don't think they're reasonable. I think it's a waste of aluminum and I don't like the mini bottles either. I think they're a waste. Why are these being shoved at me? I basically they're like it's like a judgment of me saying, Oh, you shouldn't be buying the regular size cans, that's too much for you. And your this is this is one of your more pathetic main characters. Yeah, I know. So I'll it. let Pat go first. Still, this is so. This is such pathetic main character syndrome to think everything's about you and not realize, as I'm sure Pat's going to articulate to you, why these make actually so much sense. Are they for children? Is that why? No, I, I I love them. Uh, I always buy many cans. I, I do have full cans around for the use of the world. If you come over and you want a full can, but most of the time, I, I just don't feel like drinking an entire can of soda. To be perfectly honest much? with you, it's can's not much. Look. It's the same size. I'm, as not, I'm not, I'm not you. I don't drink a ton of fucking soda. It's the like, same it, size as Ben. Not everyone's forever. ordering two for one meals and thinking it's for one person. Like it's a nor. It's a. It's a. It's a good serving of soda. For older people, like my dad's yeah. gotten into the my, my grand my grandma loves a good soda can go stale. So, like, do you know how many times people probably, if you throw a party, how much soda you're cleaning up after? And so many of these cans have forty percent, sixty percent of what's in them just go. That never waste. happens at my. I'm house. not afraid. To, I'm not afraid to waste to throw a party and waste soda. It's not the biggest deal, but there's so much more practical they're good for cocktails i don't know why your main character syndrome can prevent your brain your synapses from from creating all these like dozens of normal reasons they exist and the biggest reason i think for them to exist is not to try to get the tims of the world to buy the mini cans it's to get the me's of the world and people that don't normally drink soda to coax you in to be like well it's not that much why don't you but why don't you buy a six a pack of mini that much. cans but a regular I mean, can is not that much. It's, it's more been than the same I amount. For, for, for I don't, I, I, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you, you drink like 40 of these a day. I drink none of these a day. It's not a lot to Cam who will drink like two missiles of Pepsi or at least his pre-diabetes. Yeah, one can, it's like a fist. I get it. But to a lot of people, Tim, it's actually way more soda than they need in one 350 milliliter can or whatever. 335 milliliters. I think you know Paul, Paul wants to jump in with this. Jeff touched on it a little bit. I think a lot of it has to do with like cocktails though. Like at the Mayo Media Network Christmas party, I was making Ryan diets as I am want to do. And um the yeah, I would have to leave like half of a can, you know, just just out there cuz I'm I'm using a smaller glass and when I make it, I'm not using the entire can. Like nobody's walking around with like 600 milliliter cups. So and like you make I mean, a drink you'll notice that you'll notice that at bars as well like uh, especially like if you ever go down south to an all-inclusive they don't want to waste any of that stuff but if they're doing it from cans like they will pour you your drink from the can then they'll keep the can which is open behind the bar so they can use it again to fill up another glass they don't waste everything 
And you're not having a full service bar at some Christmas parties. Like a bartender would take the full size can and save it for the next person and pour it in that. If you are just having people serve their own cocktails, like it's not going to decarbonate fast. It's not going to decarbonate fast enough. And and Pat's even mentioned that people can offer both for soda junkies. I get it, Tim. I I drink soda. It's maybe one of the reasons I you know I, if I could just no. Drop but you soda, wait. You, you wait till the next thing you know. I get on an airplane. That's the size can they start serving me because it's a way to get around giving me a full size. But you have to ask for even on the airplane. You have to ask for the you whole do, can and I, if you I, want and the whole I always can. do because I want the whole can. Okay, and they'll give it to you. So but what, I now I'm expecting oh, they're going to downsize you're this, they're gonna and I'm very concerned that this becomes like a default size of can. And so I am fighting <laughs> a rear guard action here uh, to ensure that this doesn't take over as the conventional size of a, of pop cans. I want to fight against it completely, not give an inch. This is the camel's <laughs> nose under the tent, right? You, if you give an inch, you give a cookie, you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. Isn't that the the old book? So you don't give. Well, an if inch. it were up to Bloomberg, oh yeah, well, if it we're up to him. Uh, you know, you wouldn't be able to get a small DC at McDonald's. That would be against the law or something. No, look, I'm right about this. There's an there's an no. incentive promotion of this boutique mini can stuff, which can only come in a few flavors, and I have to bend all the way down to the floor to grab my cases of stuff. And that's not accidental. As you guys have said before, they're quite strategic about where they put stuff on the shelves for the purposes of purchasing. My purchases are being decentivized. I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm lesser than by not purchasing the things at eye level. When I'm going beyond eye level, it's like, I'm, like I feel like I'm being judged and I don't like it. And it, 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 there's a privileging of these mini cans and I don't support it. Well, the reason that they put them down there, because addicts like yourself are not going to buy the soda, so they don't give a shit where they put that. You're going to well, go I'm get not it. an addict. It's, it's the people like me that they want to bring into the fold. They're trying to expand their user base, not limit their user base. And I yeah, feel like no, they accomplished no, that with the just look after me. Just how about look after me? They're, they I'm are looking base. after you. They haven't, they haven't changed the anything. In the world of they things didn't... that are like slippery slope issues, I like this is the one that you're concerned about. I'm the people who keep these things going. Not and you. you're never going anywhere. We've established this. You're I always might. going to buy it. I might go somewhere else. Where are you going to go? It was like when you said you wouldn't watch the Jets game next week. Like, I might on. not. I might not. <laughs> I might up. not watch on. I said this that? in our text thread. I might not that? even watch on Thursday. I might go out to the movies or something. To watch no, Avatar? No, I'd like to see a good movie, not that piece of trash. Which, as you, you know, as you show, the, the reviews say the visuals are beautiful, but the storyline is garbage. Which, you know, it only took James yeah, Cameron 12 years to well. figure out how to make this movie. So I, I guess we got to give him a pass on writing a script that's coherent. Really? This is one of your, like, on the surface, not that insane takes, but... Really, when you deep dive it, it it it, it um, like the tentacles on it expose how insane you really are. That you live in this world by yourself, thinking everything is out to like get you. You are the star of a movie. You think the Truman Show is happening around? <laughs> no, you. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. But what I'm very concerned about is that that again, once again, John Q. Public, like myself, who's the ordinary customer is being dis- being inconvenienced uh, in terms of having to bend down on the shelf and more importantly seeing the products that we're never going to buy put up on a pedestal as the great promotion 
uh, when those of us, you know, I just feel like, again, like my choices well, are being Haven't you stopped judged. lifting? Didn't you stop your lifting regime? So picking up a couple pallets off the floor, like who it's gives a shit? not the point. That is not the point. It just feel like, it, particularly in stores, you see them being advertised as like the thing to buy. And I just, that, like it hurts my feelings, to be honest with you, when I see that. Sometimes Man, you I, like hear on the well, hold on, hold on, hold on, snowflake. I think you need to fucking toughen up, pal. No, it's just like, come on, man. Like, like the put at eye level the stuff that the that the regular customer is buying on a daily basis. Why inconvenience my so what life? What bugs you more? Ma- ma- the fact that it's too small for you. The fact that you have to, like, that it's getting a spot on the shelf. I, you're, you're. It's so insane when you even talk about it more. I, maybe it's a covert operation by the government. They've infiltrated the soda companies to say, look. These people who are buying the big cans tend to, you know, have a bit more weight. They're not big cans; on. they're just regular cans. Stop calling the, them cans. No, we're we're, we're calling them. The, we're, just we're, calling them the, we're calling them the big cans. No, we're and not. If we put them at the bottom, they're a little bit heavier. This will at least get them a little bit of exercise. I'm at 81 steps today, by the way. Oh my god! I just sent it to oh, you in the group thread. You can that was see the question I was going to ask. You can when see I had it's, my even hand time, up a it's even time stamp. Maybe so you should you walk over to the convenience store and buy some DCs there. You bud. can see it's it's time stamped from the weekends. I, I have like 81 steps in. Today. 81. 81. You've burned three calories walking today, according to this. Yeah, the you've guy walked, carrying my phone with you, me everywhere. You've walked 0. 0.06 of a kilometer. Yeah, those rings are out to get me. That's well, you did. You did let our friend low. at the Christmas party set your daily ring to a thousand calories, which would require twenty thousand steps. Well, he per said day. it was doable. I mean, it's theoretically yes, it is doable. You're not going to do it. You can't get past a hundred. I can, but anyway. Oh my god, that's my not. Are yeah, you well? Right. Last week we bullied you into going on the treadmill. Afterwards, you're going to go for a walk for forty five minutes after this. Get your steps up. No, I have an errand to run this evening, so I won't be doing that. And then you can reward yourself with some steps. Yeah, and a, well. and, and a big can of Coke. So again, the big cans are the king cans. Uh, that that's what a okay, big can. Listen, is. Yeah, listen, or king like size what that brisk iced sure. tea is in. Those are the big cans. Regular cans are not big cans. Stop calling it that. Big cans. No, I'm good no, with big no, cans. No, no, no. Again, this is the sort of stuff that makes me feel bad. Well, I'm sorry that oh you you God. have chosen to feel badly about that, but that's a you problem, not a me problem. And if I yeah, see they're not... a commercial for mini cans on TV, I will lose my mind this Christmas. Mini. Again, this is supposed is, to be a happy like, and they... enjoyable time of year, and I don't need them encouraging me to buy the little cans. And that was going to actually cut into my second point was give me and give the people some advice. It's Christmas time. We're going to parties. We're going to family events. What if we don't want to be the most unhealthy person imaginable? What do you advise we do? Are you asking me? Yeah, sure. I didn't hear what the question was. So it's Christmas time. People are going to go into family gatherings. They're going to be eating Just ask me the question. I don't need the whole preamble. I don't need well, the preamble. No, the preamble, preamble is essential. I got lost in the preamble. What's the actual essential question? What are people supposed to do? If they don't want to be the most unhealthy person this Christmas, what are they supposed to do? Like di- di- diet tips? I mean, this is the part of the year that like... No, no, not dieting. Off. I don't say don't diet, but if you don't want to be the most unhealthy person imaginable, what should you do? What are the EV moves? Start with mini cans. <sighs> I don't even know why I asked. I was trying to get the Paul, people some help. I just want to say about... 
this entire thing that it's not it's not like chocolate bars or bags of chips where like the actual packaging has been getting smaller it's like they've just included more sizes you still can get your two liters you can still get your 355s 600s one liter like it's all still available to you Glass you're just bottle, mad about more like- options no, it's not the options that I'm mad about. I'm, I'm mad about the prioritization of what I feel is actually a very dumb development. People don't want well, less of it. They want more of well, it. Well, how how about this? What if it is the king-size can that you talked about? What if it was the other way? What if it was a king-size can of Coke that was being promoted and the normal big cans were underneath of it, not the mini cans up top? I'd be annoyed by that, too, for different right. reasons. You'd be fucking buying the king-size cans. No, I wouldn't. It's like, you know, how would Paul feel if Monster started only advertising mini cans of Monster everywhere? He'd probably and love that. Was basically were Red like, Bull. And they were basically judging. <laughs> like they, they were Red Bull already does judging you. Cans. They were basically judging you for your consumption of the Monster cans you choose. Uh, you know, I think you'd feel the exact same way as I do. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel that at would. all. Why would I? No, Red Bull already does this. Their their cans are like 250 milliliters. Yeah, like but that, Red Bull came first. Forever. They're they're doing a different game. They're doing They have bigger different. cans too if you want to get a bigger Red Bull. Yeah, they do. I yeah, think Monster they're... Monster actually does have smaller little cans for people who want to like mix it with their booze or whatever. Like they'll never market it that way, but I think do that's you what give, it's Are you offend... Like it already exists. You can you get Monster be... Play Monster like 250s the same size as like a Red Bull. And I do not get triggered by that whatsoever. It's just like, oh, small cans, cool. Why do you accept, say, the mini chocolate bar? Well, I think that the mini chocolate bar has a time and place at Halloween. I'm also the person who says you should give out full size chocolate bars. And at which the grocery, you, you at the gas do. station, which you don't and, do, by the way, and and, and through the year conclusion. at the gas station or grocery store, it's full size chocolate bars that you see. You only see the mini ones for a very short period of time for a certain occasion. Uh, I'd have a real problem if they tried to turn the mini ones into the regular full-size ones. I'd feel deeply hurt by that, and I would object to it. So you're like that guy. There's some famous guy in Britain who uh, I can't trust. I can't stand that phone. Oh, my goodness. No, I can't stand that phony uh, Markle. I can't stand her one, one bit. She's such a phony. But I'll give her props for literally turning like grown men into pretzels and writing full on editorials that they can't sleep at night because they're so mad at her. Um, <laughs> you mean Tim? Like that's you. Like that's you over over soda. It matters, okay? It doesn't. To quote The Rock, it doesn't matter. Like I think the mini cans have a very small and short time and place. And it's not for mixing you, drinks. You, you act like the mini cans are like a new development. They've been around for fucking like half decade. Yeah, but I feel like they've been really pushed the last few months to a year. Like they've been really like incentivized in, in the marketplace. Yeah, they're good for parties. No, they're, they're bad good for, parties. for parties. They're bad for parties. Bad. Do you throw a party ever? No. I wouldn't, mini, I wouldn't have mini cans. You have full-size cans. It's not going to go flat in the 20 minutes it takes for you to pour your next drink. That's not how carbonation works. To answer your question from earlier, how do people try not to be the most unhealthy person around over the holidays? The answer is exercise throughout the holidays. Eat whatever you want. Do whatever you want. It's the time to indulge. And there's going to be ample opportunity to indulge with anything that you want to eat. Just get your like half hour of exercise in every day and you'll still feel fine. You won't gain a bunch of weight. 
That's okay. what I do. That's that. You know what? That's very good advice. Now, even if it's something as simple as like, I remember I came home one year and didn't have a gym membership. So I was just stuck at my house, uh, my grandparents' house uh, for like five days when I came home over the holidays. I just put on YouTube, like at home workouts, half hour, boom, and just did a half hour a day. I felt a lot better by the end of it. <laughs> and that's something right. you can do that's on the practical. go. You don't. You don't need a ton of space. It's free to access. Just follow along. And it's not like they're super, I mean, you can do super intensive like HIIT workouts if you wanted to. You don't have to do that. Just get yourself moving. Don't take 71 steps a day over the holidays. I just got a push notification that told me I can still do it. That's I'm, nice. I'm only Isn't 997 that good? calories away from my goal. And uh, I'll close my ring. I mean, if you ran, if you went to the treadmill after this and ran at, let's say, seven and a half miles per hour for 40 minutes you'd get there yeah that's probably true or if i went to a spin class have you ever been to a spin class? yes i have they're incredibly intense incredibly intense i feel like that would be the motivation you, know, you would need you'd have some guy up there or some woman up there yelling like you maggot can do it you stand no, I, up on that right now honestly i kind of preferred the way the gentle aquafit did things yeah, well, you weren't, you're not going to burn your 1,000 calories that way, pal. The regular Aquafit, you will, not gentle Aquafit. Well, you never said anything about regular Aquafit. You always said well, you work your Well, you work your way up to that. Oh, okay. Let's get to the second set of games here. Once again, Cuss Corner Christmas Edition coming out on Christmas Day. So make sure you're subbed to the channel right now. Washington at San Francisco. Niners favored by seven. I like the commanders, Jeff. Plus seven. I feel like it's a prime, prime Feinberg spot. San Francisco wins. Washington's yep. D's good enough to help them cover. Yeah, good call. I'm going to lean commandos also here, taking the seven points. I feel like there's a lot of games this week where it's been uh, two versus one. Maybe this is Tim's chance to, to climb I do like and, San Francisco and... here, and I like teasing them down to a pick as well. Yeah, I, I think that. that loss actually will do a lot more violence to the, to the commanders than uh, let's say the Patriots lost it to, to the the Raiders. I mean, that's you're up by, you know, it's a game you should win, a game where a bunch of calls went against you. To lose that on prime time, that hurts. Uh, Rivera seemed to have be almost in shell shock with his response. I don't know. Well, the I'm I'm gonna go with the 49ers here. Washington has a tough schedule down the stretch. I was ready to concede my loss to them uh on our uh on our hammer show. I the you know, commanders need one more wins to take one of those loss one of those categories out of my bag and uh maybe maybe they won't who knows maybe i'll get lucky next game eagles at dallas uh what do we have five is on the spread this got up as high as six on DraftKings sportsbook in real time it's actually four and a half but we'll do five for the purposes of the show it's 46 right now Gardner Minshew likely to start for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Dallas Goddard has been activated and he will return this week against the Cowboys and the Cowboys defense looks like trash over the past few weeks. I mean, this is no lock just because the favorite for the MVP prior to him getting injured isn't playing. Like I think Minshew is probably one of the 10 <laughs> best backups in football is a very talented team, a more talented team than he used last year. I don't think that Minshew is on the same plane as Jalen hurts, but this kind of goes to the Feinberg theory of good team with backup quarterback coming in can still outright win this game. I, I think you're going to see a lot of Eagles steam by the end of the week on this, Jeff. Let's be honest. This isn't good team with backup quarterback. This is like really good to great team 
with the backup quarterback, Pat. And I need some advice because the little birdies before the books, well, Dallas yesterday, I believe, was minus. Yeah, this one is what makes no half. sense. Is Hertz really worth that little to the books? Is the MVP so worth I got in, points really? Well, well, well no, because it, it opened at one and a half and then it jumped up. Like in some places, it was seven. So it jumped up five and a half points very quickly. And then people just started dumping on the Eagles and it had to come back down. Yeah. So I missed my chance because I was like a Foss sharp in the sense that I got word Hertz was going to be out. I laid the three points with Dallas plus a hundred or sorry. Yeah. Like total pick. I'm not even having to lay juice, but I missed the opportunity to get the high end buyback as like the real sharps. I'm sure, as you mentioned, like once that buyback seven shows up, they crush it and are on both sides. So right now I'm just sitting with a Dallas minus three. It's for way too much money. I am going to buy back this thing. I do love the theory in play here backup quarterback fantastic team my only concern is um dallas is really seeming and maybe this backs backfires for them it seems like they're making this game to be so much more important than it is and so much more important um especially than it is for the eagles this is one of the great things about the eagles having their loss on um, yeah. on the season is that they don't have to get caught up in this. Their focus is just being at a, at optimal optimal for the playoffs and a Super Bowl quest. The distractions of undefeated would be so annoying going into a game like this. Um, I'm torn. I think this is also going to be maybe a Feinberg game, but I'll take now. I'll take the inflated eagle points I, but i don't know where my actual money interest will be when the time this kicks off. i'm probably just going to stay away from this but like who does this game actually mean less to i think is really the thing here does it mean less to philly or dallas i actually think tim it means less to dallas outside of a hey we can beat the eagles perspective like for good confidence but they don't need to fucking win no i, I actually don't think it means a whole lot to either team Philly is up three with three to go and have a tie break on the Vikings. Like, so the Vikings can't catch them. The only team that can theoretically catch them is uh, well, the Vikings. Well, the Vikings can catch them because they're up two, sorry, with three to go. So yes, the Vikings would catch them if the Eagles lost out and the Vikings won out uh, and San Francisco. And they, if they tie, I don't know that San Francisco jumps them. In fact, I, I don't know. Maybe San Francisco does jump them uh, if they tie. So I guess if Philly wins this week, then they can mathematically lock everything up. Uh, I don't know. I guess it matters slightly more to Dallas to prove but Dal- but da- Philly, but, but, but not yeah, a whole lot. It. Not a whole lot. You know, we were sort of cheated this year. We're not going to see a full Cowboys-Eagles game between both teams with both their starting quarterbacks. So maybe we'll get to see it in the playoffs, and it's sort of setting up. But I don't think it means much to either team, to be frank with you. Uh, I'm not going to mind missing a lot of this game doing Christmas Eve stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, Dallas still has their game against, I think they play the did they play the Giants again? They, they play, play the, the Giants Titans late, right? on a Thursday night, and then I believe, yeah, they finish with New York. No, no they finish, they finish with they, Washington. They, they finish with Washington. So they've already beat the Giants twice this year. Yeah, they beat the Giants twice. So not only are they a game and a half up, they own the tie break as well. So it's like it's pretty unlikely the Giants are going to come back and tie them for the five seed. Like Dallas is locked into the five seed, essentially. Just about, just about. So 
Uh, I'm going to take. Oh, my God. Brady versus the Cowboys on wild card. Weekend. Oh, yeah. That's that's shaping up Fox, for the Dallas to Fox sh- will- that Dallas is going to shit their pants somehow. I mean, because of the Ander curse and somehow lose that game to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Well, that was a week one rematch. Um, not that week one will mean and this year. Was it this year? No, today? this year. Years. Not that. Trust me, week one will feel a, is irrelevant in breaking that game down. But, oh, that's going to be like the uh, A plus plus TV Sunday. Afternoon, I right? wonder. Yeah. Or the Monday yeah, night. I think that game. might they be ESPN's game on Monday night. They do Monday night wildcard weekend. Now. And they asked the Mannings last night who they thought they'd see in that game. Both of them said, uh, we have a pretty good feeling it'll be an NFC East team. So, so yeah. you get gi- oh, wow. giant, okay. Giants and Niners. But, in giants, game. Vikings or Giants, Niners. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. My guess is Tampa, Dallas. Given that NBC already had that game once, they probably will turn that game over to ESPN. I very much doubt that a, if they have a chance to take that game, that they would give it up. Uh, that would be craziness. And when he said, when That's he, first and, and, when, and when you say that you think that there's going to be an NFC East team, when they said that jokingly, there's fucking four of them in the playoffs right now. Yeah, fair enough. So they, they each of the NFC East teams outside of Philly who would have the bye would be represented in all of the NFC games. No, that's a fair point too. So I'll take. I'm going to take that. Da- I'm going to take Dallas minus five in this game. Yeah, me too. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm going to take Philly plus five. I think the line is a little too short still. If that's the case, why aren't you teasing them up to twelve? Eh, I don't want to get involved in a game where I just think there's not a ton of stick. This is the closest thing to a week eighteen game as we've got. Uh, this week, but that's why. So I'm not. So I, I can't think, get too invested in it. Shit, that makes me go back to Dallas because I do believe there's a lot of elements of a week eighteen game here, but Dallas and just, just in everything about them and and all the narrative talking points, like it seems like they're. It's like picking a team that you feel like is going to go 150 percent in a meaningless game. If that makes any sense. Sure. I'm ah oh, shit. E- I I said Eagles. I don't need a flip flop. I don't care. I don't need to bet it. Uh, ve- ve- I did bet it already. Sunday night football: Vegas at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a three point favorite at home against the Raiders. Who, I guess, they have signs of life still. Like they're not technically out of it, right? Neither team. They're both six and eight. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. They both have really long odds to make the playoffs, like really, really crazy long odds. But yeah, they're not both are not technically dead. It looks like your boy Pickett's going to pa- play. He passed concussion protocol, according to Mike Tomlin. So he's going to be in against Jets future quarterback Derek Carr. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't know what to make of this game. It's a very, very historic AFC rivalry. That's one thing it you is. can say about I'm it. I'm teasing yeah. Oakland up yeah. to plus 10. Well, that's going to ruin your teaser, sir, because there is no team called Oakland. So, Las Vegas, void to bet. Plus ten, up to plus ten. No, I'll take yeah, the Raiders plus the three. Going to be a close game. I don't know how much of it I'm going to bother watching, but uh, this is. I, I'm with Tim. I, I'm going to take Vegas plus three. I think these teams are about even. They might be about even, but uh, sorry, what's three, the spread? Three. Okay, yeah. Well, the spread's three. The temperature is minus four. Okay, give me the team with the better running back then. Uh, give me the team not from the desert. I'll take uh, Pittsburgh. Also, maybe this has to do with my suggestion here, but 
in the Chargers clinching scenario, <laughs> it requires a a Raider loss. Um, but the Raiders, they play, they win. I mean, sorry, the Steelers, they win in their weight. Although Pat is saying they're not in the same. No, way, I'm saying that they are about exactly the same weight and in cold conditions it, outside in a lower scoring game. Like, you know, Vegas plus three sounds pretty good. They just beat the Patriots by seven. Yeah, I'll take six. Six. Sorry. Yes. They'll they kick the extra point there. Yeah, but that was their head coach's Super Bowl. Fair enough. And listen, they had a tremendous play to end that game. Good momentum for, for Vegas right now. Again. Vegas, well, that finally they got a good break. But talk, talk about a team that's been unlucky all season. That team should well, probably are, are be... they actually are they actually unlucky or are they yeah. been bad? No, I think they're no, they have been unlucky to blow that Titan game, to Cardinals, blow that Jaguar Cardinals game, to the Ram game. In I'm happy they've like even if they had one more win, they would be very much alive in the um Definitely. AFC. You, you have to like how this is shaking out for the Raiders, though. Not probably not making the playoffs, but winning too much to get one of those top end picks. Oh, they've already they've already missed the boat on the high end selection. So yeah, I love a Raiders six, seven, eight win season. Mwah. Perfect, perfect. Derek Carr decision, forty million dollar question. Three days after the Super Bowl, what are they gonna do? There's Brady rumors there. McDaniels, Adams, what, go go join him up. Brady to the Jets, Tim. I don't think so. I don't think he would ever go to another AFC East team. Why? I honestly think it would be something he just wouldn't do. I don't think anybody in his, his spot son would do lives it. in New York. Yeah, well, the Giants make more sense than the Jets do. I I don't actually think that's true. I think for I next think there's year, no on a one year deal. I look, I take him. We would have won the Super Bowl with Favre the year we had him if he hadn't gotten hurt. I mean, I'll take him. I'll take Brady on my team. He's would've. playing fine. He's not the problem. You give I mean, if you put Brady on this Jets team, they're going to win the division. Yeah, you got an audible gasp from Paul from behind he the knows, camera. He knows I'm right. He doesn't want to deal with Tom Brady again. Come on, Tim. Look, they're seven and seven, and we beat you once this year with Zach Wilson. So, like, pipe down. <laughs> You know the, I mean, <laughs> when you guys beat us, the entire defense was injured that game. Oh, no. It, it's almost as if this is football, and sometimes people get hurt. I love you still have the swag. That tells I mean, Bills I'm just going to let Well, like, you know, down. like Bills fans maybe should actually you know, win something in their lives before they start uh, taking shots at other other teams in the you division. Guys have, what? When was the last time you guys been to the playoffs? 2010, when they went to two championship games in a row. How many times has the great Josh Sick, Allen gone to a championship game? 12 years. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, real impressive. Yeah. Let's try not to blow a game like with 13 seconds again. I've never seen the Try Jets not to blow a 13 second lead again cool. in the playoffs. But, really, yeah. really, really fun franchise yeah. to okay. follow. Yeah. Good cool, luck bud. to you. Good luck to you. Good luck. I actually need your team to oh, win we, we several games down the stretch. I actually need your team to win me several games down the stretch here. Yeah, but stop so. relying on us. We're, you know, we're lovable losers. So. Yeah, well, losers anyway. Leave us alone. Leave Jeff's Chargers alone. No, I'm going to be. I'm cheering. Done. Just like turn off the turn off your TV for the. I am. I am like draft season. I am a one month member of the cheering section of the L.A. Chargers. If the Jets are out of the playoffs, why? Because I want to see your team do well. I think it's good for you. It's good for the show. I support it. I think it would be a great redemptive story for Herbert to come out there and just carve his way through the uh, the pan- uh, the pantheon of AFC quarterbacks who are all lined up in these playoffs. Burrow's there, and Allen is there, and Mahomes is there. You're like, 
Herbert's like okay. Super Mario, and he's about to go through all the, the levels before he gets to Bowser. I think this is what's setting up. So, well, I hate that you're on the wagon. I do appreciate your sort of end take that you're really just cheering for um, like the AFC playoffs to be this insane tournament of high yes. level quarterbacks. Yes, like everyone at home neutral would rather watch the entertaining team with good quarterback play get in the exactly. playoffs. And you're going to be an underdog in every one of those games. And so I want to cheer for you. I don't want you to well, cheer whether for you me, want but it or I like... not, you're going to get it. Unless my team makes it. So you better hope for my team, bud. But I don't understand. Why am I? I've been spending a lot of time like on Charger Reddit more. this year. So much time that I feel like I want to see how this story ends. Tim doesn't want to see his friends You're like happy. a creepy that's, neighbor. That's you're like happening. a stalker. You're stalking me. You're like, look, you're the neighbor <laughs> that's looking through the window, you know, the blinds, like taking notes what time we leave our driveway, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. He's rear, he's rear window. Tim I, already did, I already did a, uh, a Jimmy Stewart impression on the Christmas show. I'll do another one. I suppose I have to. Hi there, Jeff. What the fuck was that? Jimmy Stewart. No. I'm a, I'm no. a very good actor, you know. Uh, I'm not that bad. Wow. Now, now you're starting to get around where Jimmy Stewart is. No, that's no, that sounds like Christopher Walken. Walken. That, 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 sounds... that turned into walk. That turned yeah. into Walken once I started trying to do more than wow. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like Christopher Walken. Better than your Walken. I guess so. I think it uh, is. I, I think we can vote on Walken that one. It's pretty good. It just sounds like you constipated. That's not how Christopher Walken sounds. No, it doesn't. It sounds very good. Oh, my God. Keski Spass. Monday Night Football. The Raiders what? at nighttime is going to be a disaster. And it's not Monday night. Well, we're going to Monday night. I, I, but we skipped. I, okay. Never can you mind. let me run the fucking sorry. show? I said I, I already said sorry before you yelled at me. Sorry. You didn't yell either. I'm sorry. You sound like an abuse victim, by the way. <laughs> it's my birthday let me make a mistake i'm sorry chargers at indianapolis on monday evening the chargers are four point favorites on the road 46 and a half is the over under there is no better way for the chargers to go full chargers to somehow not win this game this is going to be a field goal game at the end something stupid is going to happen with these two stupid teams the chargers should win this game by 50 but they won't because the colts are just two plus four indianapolis for me and it is on the short list him for super long oh dear i like the chargers in this game it, it's not oh. it's not even a play on the chargers it's a complete play against indianapolis team is very poorly coached it's sloppy i don't know how a team comes back from the greatest uh, deficit overcome in NFL history to win a game like this. I just I just don't know how you 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 surpass that. I, I think that's just damaging. We'll see. I I Gus Bradley revenge. Uh I don't know. I I like uh yeah I, I like uh, I like the culture. Or the Chargers here. I like the Chargers here too uncomfortably. Okay I hate you because you you're really bad at us. Like every time we have two big wins, you're so anti us and now you're on us. And that's sort of like the angle Pat is taking. It's like, poof, 
like people woke up or Sunday night, watched the playoff picture and look, oh, the Chargers are good again. No, we're still the Chargers. Um, so I don't need you screwing us around. You did leave a nugget in there, though. That Indianapolis might be a dead no, fish. They, and there's they've a been smell. A, they've and been a smell, fucking dead fish since week two. Who cares? No, they got in bit. Like, that is a level of dead fishery that you could only smell in the female locker room at Tim's Aquafit. Class. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay? We like have to bleep it's that. Done. It's no, a, we it's over. That's fine. That's good. You would have thought. I mean, well, well, I've said so many worse <laughs> things than that. That's oh not, my that's nothing. goodness. That's, that's nothing. Uh, you know, no, they're you, dead. They're you know dead. what? They, I, they're I'm, dead. I'm gonna, the corpse I'm gonna is clip that out for the promo clip. I'll beep it in the promo clip, telling people they got to tune in to see what Jeff said. Oh, that's good search engine optimization. No, it's not. I will say to Jeff's point, if if you think giving up 33 points in the fourth quarter of a seat of a game, which was the last game the Colts played was bad, then you give up a 33 point lead. How do you overcome those two losses? How do you do anything but be dead on arrival? If you're Indianapolis, you play the Chargers. The Chargers are good. They're not great, I'm, but they're no, good. It's Christmas. They're fa- they're just enjoying family time now. It's they're this dead. This is also a classic pro- AFC dead. primetime game. I have so many memories of Colts Chargers playing good primetime games, and we would a lot win. Of them. Our problem was we couldn't beat Manning and Brady in back to back weeks. We could just beat Manning. Oh, some great ones. The the, um, Sproles, the LT I, overtime. I, oh, the Sproles overtime. The Sproles. The Sproles game was Manning the, was throwing the one. six in a, in a in a Sunday nighter against the Chargers, throwing six picks. Philip tearing his ACL, finishing the game, and then Billy Volick comes in. Uh, we're like eleven point dogs. I'm on the money line. Pays for my trip to the AFC title game the next week. I'm in the upper bowl. Uh, me and Ladanian are wearing the same outfit. <laughs> Like, we're just in a jacket on the sidelines. He had his Darth Vader mask on, talking to nobody. But, hey, that's just our luck as a Charger fan. Biggest game of our lives, and the stars hurt and can't play. Sadly, saddest part about that game, it was the one playoff game. Nate Kading actually made his his field goals. Oh, I was uh, – yeah, I would have wanted that. Oh, oh, listen, all I'm saying – Because then we could have – So, Jeff, from what you've said, sounds like you're taking the Colts. Right now, then. No, well, no, I'm not taking the Colts. This is like Brandon Staley is finally resurrecting himself. We're scheming up some defense. We're being resilient. We're being competitive. I am pro. No, I'm not here to like wax poetic about Staley. All I'm going to say is there are very few coaching matches in the league where I would actually expect him to win. This is one of them. This is one of them. As much as I'm in favor of teams going different route to hire a coach because the feeder system that they are obsessed with and defend over heaven and earth just creates failure at like a 90% clip. So I don't know why they get so offended if someone tries to go out of that feeder system that's only known for excessive failure. But yeah, I'll pick the Chargers here. Derwin will be back. Ian Rappaport, you're not allowed. You're not allowed two Sundays ago to tell me Joey Bosa should be activated for practice. And then Joey Bosa, Joey doesn't get activated to return off IR and you have nothing to say. Like, can you follow up with your source who gave you that previous report? 
it's good though. Charger fan, like I cannot believe Thing, it. things cannot are going too well for the Chargers. You know what happens. Yeah, if we miss the playoffs with this um Indianapolis Rams Denver finish. I don't know that I can You'll be happy because that'll cost your coach's job. No, I will not be happy because then I have to spend. No, we got to go to the postseason now. We got to go in now. There is minus 900 beside my name to make the playoffs. My wife wants to bet like a grand that we don't bet the playoffs. So when I'm a sad sack, she can just <laughs> online shop and be happy. Like she's like, I, I like I tell her like out of excitement, look, we're minus 900 to make the playoffs. Like we should make the playoffs. She's like, I want to bet the other side because I want to be able to enjoy when you turn our house into misery. Um, Yeah, uh, but crazy. We're here. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. Your playoff odds are, are the fact that we're in like the same place as the Dolphins. Man. All right. What a Hanukkah miracle. Let's get to Christmas Day and wrap this up here. We have the Dolphins hosting the Packers. Four points is the total. Love the Dolphins in this game. I think that, you know, they're now they're back at home. The Packers have been punching above their weight against some pretty crummy teams. And I think people are kind of back on the Packers a little bit. They are plus 650 to make the playoffs right now. If they win this game, it's not crazy to think that they make the NFC playoffs because they will probably have a win and get in game against the Lions in week 18, strangely enough, even if the Lions continue to win out. If they beat the Vikings at home the next week. Yeah, the, I mean, which the can Vikings happen. Will, which can the, the Vikings happen. might the Vikings might have legit nothing to play for next. They're week. pacing the 49ers for that two pick, and you the want those two home in, games. The most important game on Saturday for the Packers will be that Washington does not upset San Francisco. Yeah. So if you are someone who say doesn't like the Dolphins and wants them to lose. You would want San Fran to beat Washington because that would create the Packers still having things like right in front of them and them coming into that Dolphin game with uh, Max Desire. Yeah. We I also mean, have, I'll, I'll put it this we, easy. We, we, I we also Rodgers have four points against Tua. Take the right. Packers. <laughs> Packers on the money line is the three. The start of a three-team money line parlay for Christmas. <laughs> Why don't, you just bet, why, don't you, why don't why don't you just bet that for plus 170? Yes. No, no, no. We're going to do the three-team money line parlay. And look, these have been really good this year. We won the Saturday pre-Christmas one. We won the Pilgrim parlay. We're going to win this Yuletide parlay as well. What well, was a teaser on Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was it was a teaser on Thanksgiving, but we're going to win this, this one's one gonna, too. I mean, you have a plus 170 on this parlay already, so it's going to be paying. Uh Jeff, are you taking Miami or Green Bay? I'm going to take Miami. Okay. Although I'm really torn here, and I'll just be quick to just reiterate, I thought Tua played really good. He played better than he did in some of the wins where people were fawning over him. He showed me more. That team showed me more. They should have run the ball more. Maybe the game could have turned out differently. I was really impressed with Miami. I know their fans are paranoid now and will take no moral victories, you're getting one from me. Denver at the Rams. The Rams are now two and a half point dogs against the Broncos. They opened as one point favorites. Obviously, they got beat on Monday night, but it's starting to seem like Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited, 
might come back for this game. I'm guessing that's why the spread actually it's it's plus two. Sorry, it's already up to plus two and a half in real time for the show. We're going to do plus two, 36 and a half. Even if it's ripping Wilson, I really don't care. I, I don't know who to take in there. Here, let me flip the coin and see what the coin says. I'll tail the coin and whoever they pick, Jeff. Rams. All right, I'll take the Rams. I like Denver. Think? Denver's on the money line too. On the parlay. Okay. <laughs> so this game is interesting because it's, not. it's for no, it's it's more interesting. What I wanted to say is is Lions and Seahawks fans, because these are the two teams currently drafting third and fourth, neither of them owning their pick, going head to head this week. I'm like you, Pat. I'm so indifferent. Give me, I don't see, I don't have anywhere near real money for this thing. I'll um, take the Rams. I'll take no, the Rams. I, I like that it. they're playing. I'll be busy sitting in my drive through of a McDonald's that better be open at this time of day on Christmas Day. What? I've taken home my grandmother at this point. We have our dinner. But it's five thirty on Christmas it, Day. We're going to eat McDonald's we eat early at like two o'clock. So I will have taken her, be taking her home at this point, and I'll be going through the McDonald's drive-through to get a little something on the way home. And it better be open. It better be open. Or, or what are you going to do? Cry about it more? No, I'll have to drive across the city to find another one that's open. We do. I have noticed. Do you, as, do you feel like you're like, personally attacked by McDonald's Christmas hours? No, I just wish that the hours were consistent across the board. So that I knew. Go ahead, Jeff. You've noticed what? As somebody that doesn't have the obligations on a Christmas day that, you know, people who celebrate would that can use a McDonald's. Usually later in the day, they are they do open, although some of them are closed all day. Yeah. Well, you also could just get on like Uber Eats or DoorDash or wherever it is. And then when you opened it. That would tell you which ones are actually open and ready to deliver. There's a you know, five you know, dollar. You, you, there's you a five dollar coupon on there again this week, Jeff. Another five dollar meal coupon. You don't even need to order from Uber Eats, but once you click on it and see which locations they're coming from, then you know they're they're open at that time. You told me you got coffee the other day on the Uber Eats, and it was like seventy bucks. Yeah, it was snowing out, and I didn't. Re- I, I didn't look at the surcharges. It was two coffees and two breakfast meals from from Starbucks. Well, my wife and I were hung over in bed after the Christmas party. It showed up. It was sixty three bucks. <laughs> I got a Slurpee on on Uber Eats on after a Charger Dolphin primetime game. Okay, yeah, I remember. But this way, I was drunk, but, I couldn't drive. But, but this way. I mean, you could have Ubered two there and back. Maybe that would have been cheaper. I don't know. But at least this way, Tim, you can find out which ones are and are not open. That's a fair point. There you go. Final game, Tampa and Arizona. Oi. Uh, Brady versus Trace McSorley. The Cardinals are six and a half point dogs at home. Do I like that? I, I don't know what to do with this. I I am very glad I can watch this Packers and Dolphins game. They're not giving a shit about football the rest of the I Christmas. agree. I agree. It's it's kind of nice, actually. They kind of did us a solid here. Um, Arizona, six and a half. Arizona, money line parlay finisher. Oh, your money line parlay pays almost, it pays 14 and a half to one. It's a big one. But you know what? I feel really reverse, good about it. What is the, the reverse cost is plus 330. I feel like, you know, Dolphins, Rams, Bucks is now 
must play. Dolphin Rams Bucks. Yeah. That that's the anti Ander Curse parlay. Bet one farm win three point three farms. Why aren't you advising people? Because I think it's going to win. win. Well, he loses every week anyway. What's the difference? I didn't lose last week. <laughs> or Rams. Thanksgiving. How much does Arizona pay on its own? Uh, plus 230. Yeah. Tampa's a trash Drum- team. There's no, it doesn't matter who plays at quarterback. They shouldn't be favored by a touchdown over anybody. Anybody. But you took the money line. I know, but they're such a bad team. I expect them to lose the game. I expect them to do what they do every single week, which is to play horribly and lose. That's what they're really good at. And Brady has to do a divorce dad's Christmas. Yeah, I hadn't even or thought of no that. Christmas. It's a no Christmas. miserable, miserable game. I, you know, go ahead. Waste it. I really, I feel bad for people who are going to bet on Tampa. Tampa is going to be a very popular pick because everyone's going to have them at the end of a three-team tease or a three-team parlay on Christmas Day. And they're going to get their hearts broken because Tampa is going to lose that game outright. Hopkins hey, alone be... is going to devour them. I hope you're right. I Chase hope you're right. showed what you can do against that secondary, which is to feast if you'd like to. And Hopkins yeah, is, he, is he, every he, bit he, as good he, as Chase. Hold, hold on. Okay, I, you know what? I don't know if Hopkins at this point is as good as Chase's, but let's say you're correct about that. I think it's a little bit different when one guy is Joe Burrow throwing the ball and the other one is Marty McSorley's son, maybe? Sure. I understand that. Do you know that this is Arizona's final home game of the season and they're one in seven at I home this year? I did not up? know that. I like that so even they're more. Due. This is like so, the, so they're this, due. No, no. This is just like a big fan farewell. <laughs> yeah, that's a big send off. A big send off. You know, the guys that do that like deep dive cap stuff really say that um, it might be in this team's best interest to sort of eat salary cap hell to blow it all up. Well, they have the freedom to do so because Kyler's not there next year. So they can do anything they want with next season with no expectations. Yeah. Oh, that was also part of it. If Kyler's going to miss all or an extensive part of the year, they really should just blow it. And he will. You're not bringing him back in week 16. Eat the dead, eat dead money next year while you're not supposed to do anything because your quarterback's recovering. Precisely. You're free to do whatever you want next year and maybe end up with a top pick and be able to take a great pass rusher or something. Uh, so Jeff, Tampa Bay or Arizona, six and a half either side. Which one? Arizona. Perfect round of Arizona for everyone. Let's get to the Omaha Stakes premium picks of the week. I will go first because I am irrelevant to this contest at this point. The first year this ever happened to me. Seven and eight. I do want to get back up above 500. I will take Tennessee minus five. And if you want a winning pick, I suggest you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Mayo at checkout. Everything site-wide, 50% off at the moment. That code Mayo will earn you an additional $40 off after the 50%. That's a pick you can't lose, Jeff. What's our number in the Steelers game? (laughs) Three. Three. (laughs) Why do you want three and a half? If you if you have a pick, Tim, you can just go. I'll take the Cardinals plus six and a half. Well, I like your conviction on that. You guys are tied eleven and four. Good records, by the way. 
Yeah, I know the stakes are high here to the win Omaha you know, first stakes. place in the, in the Omaha picks. And I believe I heard Tim say that there's a, a trophy for the best uh, Omaha picks record. It's the Lucille Ball trophy. So it'd be really Listen nice to, to buy in time to here. I really hope that you enjoy your Christmas, Jeff. And I'll award that trophy to Tim while you are nearby. Okay. Lucille. You I said there were like to... six games that were super lock contenders. You liked that? Uh, the t- yeah, the but Titans, pick- and you really liked uh, the the Steelers, and you really liked Baltimore. Uh, like, hey, I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join Pat. That was my first instinct as well. Uh, Tennessee, whatever number we're being asked, minus for. five. Yeah. So to recap, Tim's free money for the week. Seven-point teaser on Sunday. KC minus two and a half. Houston plus 12. Baltimore minus a half point. San Francisco to... What's San Francisco to? A pick'em? To a pick'em. I wrote down minus seven, but that doesn't make any sense. And Vegas up to 10 points. And what was the other one? The Yule Brenner parlay? Yeah. uh, Take Moneyline, Green Bay, uh, Denver, and Arizona on Christmas Day. And that pays 14 and a half to one. This would be by far your biggest hit in the history of this show. Yeah, it would be. And it would be, yeah, the, probably the law, even including in golf, right? I think the last time I hit anyone with these type of odds to win a tournament was when I hit a decky at the 2020 players. So, and you didn't even hit that. The last actual winner you had was Rory to win the players at nine to one. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they're both winners, but. I mean, one is actually a winner. The other was not paid. That's usually how they determine winners when you get paid on your match. So close to having Mito with the PGA. Yeah, how did that work out? And crushingly. Yeah, shocker. Anyway, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Once again, if you have any most insane moments that you can remember, favorite cuss moments of the year, dump those down in the comment section. I want to thank Jeff Feinberg for doing this on his birthday. I want to thank the coin and... Paul Shaughnessy for being behind the camera and contributing. Want to thank all of you and Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's not my name. Heard it was. Heard many it wasn't. People, many, many people are saying that is your name. No, I heard it wasn't. All right. Smash the like and sub to the channel on the way out. You have that $500 giveaway from Odds Checker US. So go subscribe to their channel on YouTube. Comment Mayo underneath any of the videos and you're in that draw for $500. And then you have the rating and reviews, the retweets, the sub to Mayo Media Network. You can find all of that information down in the description to get into the $1,000 giveaway that Tambo is doing Friday on the Pat Mayo Experience. So I would highly suggest that you do that. All right. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. Experience. Experience.